better run. Here they come, they got to blast on us. The black nerds, blitz or rush, I'll turn that podcast up. Friends from the UK with something to say, just talking about everything. From the wonderful nerdy world, the reviews they bring. These brilliant blurs give you the word. On the latest movies, animes, video games, and TV series. Call your friends who don't know and tell them what they're missing. Then sit back and relax and listen to I'm Nana. I'm Big T. And welcome to episode 244 of Blurs Are Us. We had a little bit of an impromptu two-week break. Uh, scheduling is always going to become an issue now when I do shift work and I'm also the only person that has the equipment. Um, <laughs> you know, as maybe time goes on, we might sort certain things out so that uh, there's a potential to probably keep recordings going when I'm not there. Uh, but that's like you know, future plans and stuff. But we have Big T back who's been gallivanting around the world and has not been available for the last couple of weeks. So mm. we're going to kind of catch up with Big T and find out what he's been up to, um, get his thoughts on some of the big things that have dropped and that we reviewed. Um, mm. So yeah, T, start wherever you want to start from. Um. Yeah, okay. Well, like you said, we haven't recorded in like two weeks now. Um. So I think it was about Two weeks ago, uh, I was I was in Greece. Me and my family, the wife and and daughter, our daughter, uh, went to Athens um, for about a week, uh, which was nice. We stayed at my nan's house for a bit, and her house is like literally a thirty second walk, and you're on the beach. Do you know what I mean? So that was nice. Uh, and then for the second half, we went into the city saw the Acropolis, saw like all these ancient ruins and stuff. So it was really cool, man. We saw um, the Temple of Athena, mm-hmm. which uh, which was nice because obviously that's what um, that's what my daughter uh, was going to be named. So we went to the Temple of Athena. It was nice to see that. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was a good holiday, man. The only the thing that was funny is I didn't realize when we originally booked this time that that same week that I was in Greece is the same week that Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness comes out <laughs> and, the, and the Moon Knight season finale. So it was like, I was vexed for like a hot second, but then I was like, nah, but I'm in Greece though. Do you yeah, know what exactly. I mean? So <laughs> that's all good. But yeah, uh, that was nice. Little family, our first little family holiday together. Uh, River really enjoyed it. Like she was loving the beach, playing with the water, um, all that stuff, man. Yeah, that, that was nice. Uh, and then when we got back, um, I've, we've just moved into a new place. Nice. Um, nice, nice. So yeah, so we've, we've got our own place now, our own little space, um, little two bedroom kind of flat or apartment thing, which is nice. It's all on one level. So River could just run around and be nuts in the whole house. <laughs> um, we're, it's a nice location as well. Like we're right in between Hyde Park and Regent's Park. Mm-hmm. So it's quite a, it's quite a fancy area. Um, but literally like our two closest parks, like our local parks is Hyde Park and Regent's Park. So yeah. like I literally live down the road from like, like zebras and penguins now, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? At the zoo, like those are my neighbors. Yeah. 
but um but yeah so that's that's basically what i've been doing just moving stuff into this new place like kind of not decorating but just sorting out where everything's gonna go and stuff and um yeah so that's been that's 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 basically what i've been up to in, in my personal life nice nice um in terms of what i've been watching um I think, uh, yeah, I'll start with Doctor Strange because I, I, I missed that episode uh, that you lot reviewed it on. I listened to it. Mm-hmm. I listened to you lot's episode about that, which was which was quite interesting. I like I liked what you lot was talking about. Um, uh, I can't remember. One of you annoyed me though. I think it was, I think it was Micah. Micah annoys me every now and then. <laughs> 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 when, uh, but yeah, no, he. Uh, where's my notes for Doctor Strange? I've literally I've got one, two, three, four, five pieces of paper. Oh my gosh! And I've got notes on my phone. My Doctor Strange notes are on my phone. Okay. Um, Fucking yeah. hell! That's a lot. Uh, hey, oh, Stevie. <laughs> hey yes. guys, so I'm late. No, no worries, man. No, that's cool, bro. It's cool, bro. It's about time the white guy was late. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's usually the black man. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I was just, um, yeah, I was just about to get into Doctor Strange. Stevie, have you seen Doctor Strange? Because I know I've seen Doctor Strange. Yeah, yes, I nice. saw it last weekend. Nice, it was nice, nice. Both of your thoughts yeah. on opinions of Doctor Strange, then. But T, don't take an hour talking just Doctor Strange, though. No, 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 I'm going to be quick. I'm going to be quick. Um, I liked it. I, I Actually, that's a lie. The first time I watched it, it didn't really grab me, you know. I've, I've seen it twice now. Mm-hmm. And the second time I watched it is when I, I started appreciating it. After the first time I watched it, I, I didn't think it was a bad film, but I was going to give it a half chicken. Mm-hmm. Because Bloody hell. I think maybe my expectations... And all the fan theories and everything, and and I forgot that Marvel. Um, if you have a fan a fan theory, it's probably not going to be what happens in the film. But because we just recently had Spider Man um, No Way Home, in which every fan theory turned out to be true, um, I was kind of expecting. Do you know what? Maybe maybe this will happen. Like maybe Tom Cruise will be in this. Like maybe this that that. So. My expectations up there, I wasn't expecting anything stupid like Deadpool turning up or anything like that, but I think I was expecting something very different. Um, in fact, what I was expecting turned out to be a completely different film, which we're going to talk about later as well. Uh, that's more what I was expecting from this movie, that, but we'll get to that. Um, from the very start, yeah, and again, on, on my first viewing, it... it I, I was, I don't know, I was just sour. Maybe I was in a bad mood or something, but it started and I felt like I was watching Spy Kids. You know, when it opened yeah, up and you're yeah, in like yeah. that yeah. multiverse place. Yeah. I was like, what's this Spy Kids movie? What's this? <laughs> so, but, but then on my second viewing, I watched it and I appreciated it. I was like, actually, no, this is cool that I just go straight into it. Yeah, like, like, there's that. no faffing about, mm-hmm. like, straight into the, into the madness. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I liked all the different versions of Doctor Strange. I like that he's still very ruthless. Or not ruthless, but he does what has to be done. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like the the, the defend I think it's called Defender Strange, the one that you see at the beginning. He was straight up gonna kill her. Like he was just down. He, he was like, yeah. Um he even dropped the same line 
that um, Doctor Strange, our Doctor Strange, says in the Spider-Man movie about the villains, something about uh, in the in the grand calculus of the multiverse, their death means more than their life, or something like that. He said the same thing. So I was like, okay, yeah, Doctor Strange is just a straight up like ruthless guy. You know, he, it's he because to... he's seen he's seen so much, isn't it? He's he's, he's seen um, like so many like realities and yeah. he's seen such a big picture that individual lives now kind of like to him probably don't no, don't man, matter as much i mean that's the thing yeah in in um infinity war um when he goes through all those different timelines i think kevin feige uh confirmed in an interview that he actually lived out all those lives it wasn't like he could fast forward to that moment and see what happens he went to another timeline lived that life, died. Okay, let me try this timeline, lived that life until that Doctor Strange, that, you know what I mean? So he lived, he's lived 14,601,000 life, lifetimes that's already. Wild. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So that's, that's why he's probably, like all of these extra magic tricks that he's got in this movie that we haven't seen before, he may have picked up during that time or um, just in between movies, do you know what I mean? Like, uh, which I thought was cool as well, like when he made that, monster fish jump out and these like dragon tentacles come out of his arm and say all these new magic tricks i was i was i was did you feel that like that was a bit left field you know like like completely brand new stuff that we just had had no kind of like hint of it came out of nowhere but i didn't mind it because it's a doctor strange movie i don't mind being surprised by what he can do i mean i don't need to yeah. see training montages the only thing for me is that the two movies doctor strange the first one and this one um there is a bit of a disconnect between the two of them like the first one all the magic is just orange glowing symbols do you know what i mean everything there's no like magic monster fish that come out or dragon tentacles. It's just all glowing orange symbols. Mm. And the multiverse or whatever, it's just like some inception city folding on on itself. So those visuals compared to the visuals in this one are like completely different. Do you know what I mean? So there was that, there was, there was that, but that didn't bother me. Do you know what I mean, I, I was expecting that since Sam Raimi was directed this one, I knew it was going to get weird. Um, but speaking of Sam Raimi, this again, this might have been why I was a bit disappointed the first viewing, because again, my expectations and my, my brain was running away with all these, like, I was trying to guess where it's going, which I shouldn't have done. But um, after we see the initial Doctor Strange and then he gets killed and then we, we go to the to the next Doctor Strange, which is the the main MCU Doctor Strange. In my head, I was thinking, nah, this is probably another next Doctor Strange. Because yeah, since yeah. when since when yeah. did he live in some mansion like and, and wake up in this penthouse? I didn't understand what was going on. I was like, this ain't our Doctor Strange. Our Doctor Strange is broke. Like he <laughs> can't even afford to split a sandwich with Wong. Who's this guy living in this penthouse? Um so I was I was hoping as I was watching it my first time round, I was like, I hope this is the Sam Raimi Spider Man universe. Because mm. visually it looked the same. Like his his cinematography, how the streets look, like there's a certain kind of like I don't know how to like an orange glow, like I don't know how to describe it, but there's a certain 
color palette he has for the streets of New York in the in the Spider-Man trilogy, and it was exactly the same in this movie. So I was like, oh, is this going to turn out to be like, it, this isn't actually our Doctor Strange. This is this is the Sam Raimi Spider-Man universe Doctor Strange, mm. which it didn't turn out to be, but th- just little things. Like it, when could, he, when, when, it, could, when, it could be a ver- variation though, couldn't it? They that's what I thought. Just, I, not... I just not mentioned it. But the reason I thought mm. that was because there's even one line where he, where, um, he says to America Chavez something like, oh, I've recently had experience with the multiverse, like with, with Spider-Man. But he obviously, he's forgotten who Spider-Man is, but he didn't specifically say, like, address which Spider-Man. And then when she, he says something about, oh, he shoots webs. And she's like, oh, does he shoot webs from his butt? And Doctor Strange says something like, oh, I hope not. Like, indicating he doesn't know. But the the Tom Holland Spider-Man has web shooters. So, of course, it's not yeah. going to come out of his butt. But Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man has organic web. Do you know what I mean? So I was thinking, oh, is that a little hint that his Spider-Man is actually Tobey Maguire? But it didn't turn out to be that. <laughs> uh, um, but no, I, I really liked it. Um, I liked the whole idea of dreams being you seeing through the eyes of an alternate version yeah. of yourself, mm-hmm. uh, which is why she was so adamant that um, her kids were real and alive somewhere because she keeps dreaming about them. I thought that was really quite... I was quite touching. Do you know what I mean? I thought that was quite, um, quite nice. Um, I feel like this movie, there were, there were, when in the scene where Dr. Strange and Wanda were having a little chat, um, I feel like Disney kind of, sh- especially the MCU, the movie, the movies kind of like, it was kind of like shots fired at Disney plus and Sony productions because Wanda said something like, oh, why don't you just go get one of the Avengers to help? And Dr. Strange said something like, oh, between the choice of a guy with a bow and arrow, some, <laughs> some basically referring to Spider-Man, some guy that swings about, or the most powerful witch ever in existence. Like, I think it's an easy choice. Yeah. I was like, oh, is that shots fired at Disney Plus and Sony? Like, yeah, we don't think- need your Hawkeye show. We don't need this. We don't need Spider-Man. <laughs> We've got what? And I was like, oh, but I was like, Doctor Strange, bro. Like, she's right there. Like, she's got her own Disney Plus show. Like, yeah, you know, I, think, I think that was stop just it. Like, stop I it. Think, I, think, I think that was just more a reference that they all, they have a reference to those universes, isn't it? Yeah, true. Yeah, that, that, that's what I think. They don't and, throw little things in there yeah. like that. And that she really is, like, fucking powerful. Like, she's just, fucking just powerful. when you see her destroy the Illuminati that that was just mate you know do you know what that that is where the movie turned around for me because I was watching it yeah and I was like hmm this Illuminati don't seem like all that and I was bothered as well that obviously we just had Mm Spider-Man and every character Tobey Maguire Andrew Garfield Alfred Molina Willem Dafoe Jamie all of them returned specifically playing the character that they was before it was it was them do you know what i mean mm-hmm. they they reference their storylines and everything whereas patrick stewart in this isn't the same professor x from the movies no he's like a he's like another multiversal professor x that's more of an amalgamation of the movie professor x obviously being played by patrick stewart 
mm-hmm. and the the cartoon where he's got the and yellow that yellow that look. yellow yellow hover wheelchair. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Awesome. That was sick. And then they even had the little musical cue mm-hmm. as he's coming in. You hear da na 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 na. Oh Raimi, you little bitch, you little. When they when they did that, and actually, my. So when they when they showed Professor X, I was like, awesome. But I think my biggest excitement was seeing, um, do, do, um, who is it, Mister Fantastic? Um, yeah. Do you know what just, happened to me? Do you know what happened to me when I saw that? Yeah. So everyone's coming yeah. out one by one. You see, like Captain Carter, whatever, whatever, and yeah. then. And then Mr. Fantastic appears. And first of all, it's cool because that little square, like, teleporter scanner thing that he comes through, mm-hmm. that's, yeah. that's Doom tech. That's that's a Doctor Doom um, Yeah. That so that means... It's his so tantalising for what will come, what, what, what come, might come next. I mean. But do you yeah. know what happened to me? I, I don't... It was a combination of... I'm so used to seeing all these fan... Uh, fan cast images that everyone's been making of um, of uh, what's his name? John Krasinski. John Krasinski, yeah. Everyone's been making these fan images of him as Reed Richards. Uh, So I'm so used to seeing it. So that when I saw him appear, in my head, I didn't think, oh shit, it's John Krasinski. I accidentally thought it was the guy from the original Fantastic Four movie, <laughs> just, with a, just with a beard. Yeah. So I'm looking at him, I'm like, oh, that's cool. All right, cool, cool. Like, you know you know, in, in 21 Jump Street, mm-hmm. that scene when when it takes Channing Tatum a sec- like a good couple seconds to clock, yeah. like that he's dating the, the, the chief's daughter. Yeah. That was me. I was sitting there and I was looking at, at, at Mr. Fantastic. I was like, okay, okay, yeah, that's cool. And then it was like, tick, 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 ding. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, they did it. They did it. Please tell me you did that in the cinema. It took me a hot second to clock. T, T, please tell me you reacted like that in the cinema. Huh? So please tell me you reacted like that in the cinema. Bro, I don't go to cinema. Oh, I think I've got time to go to cinema rush. nowadays. I've got a don't worry, Nana. I did. to live, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. I, I was the only person in my cinema to spoon out about that. Everybody else was like super quiet, and I was like, "Oh shit! It's something! It's, it's Mr. Fantastic!" Thank you. Thank <laughs> the joke is, yeah, even if I went to the cinema to see it, I would have reacted like that, but everyone would have thought I was a weirdo because it would have happened five minutes after he showed up. That's exactly, but that's, that's, that's why that's why I wanted that to happen. When the penny dropped. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I'd have been dancing up and down the, the aisles like Channing Tatum, like, "Oh shit, they did it!" Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it took it took me a second to clock what just happened, so that that was a bit embarrassing. <laughs> but um, but yeah, man. I, well, since we're talking about that, that whole scene, yeah, that was straight out of um, what was that show? Uh, in, in, uh, Invincible. Ah, uh, yes. You know what I'm saying yeah, yeah, it gave me yeah. those vibes, like. Wanda straight up just um, omnimanned all of them. Like, she fucked them up. So when I saw it, I was thinking, like, Wanda's coming and they're like, yeah, don't worry, we, we we can deal with her. And and I was like, oh, please, please let her, like, destroy them all, like, like brutally destroy. And I was like, nah, that's not going to happen. This is, this is Marvel, mm. Disney, and, you know, like, they, they, they're just going to have her sort of, dispatch of them or something like that mm. and they fucking followed through didn't they like 
Mm-hmm. Just when she went and took um, Thingy's mouth away, um, and then he oh my god, and then he, he he made a noise, and it just blew the back of his head out, and I was like, "Fuck it out!" That's yeah. that. Oh, that's brutal. That was nuts, bro. That was and nuts. What were the other deaths? So, um, Ca- Captain, Captain Carter Captain got, got um, chopped off. Yeah, yeah. So, um, what, Reed what Richards got shredded. Got. Read, read yes. Fantastic got yes. And then he yes, had little heads <laughs> Yeah. Um, what about yes. um? What about Marvel? She got. She just got crushed by a yes, statue, statue, which I thought was dumb. She got. Well, it's because she was like, you know, weak in a weaker state. She just dropped a building on her, bruv. She's she not necessarily dead in, though. In, in Endgame, we saw Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel destroy a spaceship like fly straight through it like mm-hmm. it was nothing mm-hmm. that must have done more mm-hmm. damage than a statue falling yeah on but you, i guess I, mean? I guess momentum you going through something then something fall on top of that's you true the transfer is, of energy yeah, is, is, is like, is like, and, and it was pulled by by um, the scarlet witch pulled exactly. down by her so she, she could have pulled it down with all her thoughts couldn't she yeah that's momentum, that's bro. Yeah. It's a different yeah, kind true. of <laughs> different kind of uh, look at Nana talking physics and shit out here for it. That sounds smart. <laughs> you're trying to make up for the lost episode that you did with, with what's them chords. You were like, I said so many smart oh, things. Ah yeah, with village, with village geeks. With village geeks, yeah, bro. I said so <laughs> much smart shit, bruv. So yeah. much. Alright, so I'm gonna um, pose I'm gonna I'm pose the same question that um was posed to me then. Uh which of who who would you have rather had in the Illuminati if you could cast anyone different um, instead of the ones instead of the six that we got? Who would you have liked to have seen there? Um, I genuinely would have liked to have seen um, Iron Man, and I, I thought he was coming because yeah. when they arrived at that universe, there's a statue to Doctor Strange saying he sacrificed himself in a battle against Thanos. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking, first of all, that means our Doctor Strange, the MCU Doctor Strange, chatted a whole bunch of shit in in, in Infinity War when he was like 14,601 and we only won one. Mm. I was like, nah, bro, Like, there's a universe right here where you won one. It's just that you died. You didn't want to be the one that (laughs) had to die. That's it. I bet in all 14,600,000 other universes, they still won. It's just mm. Doctor Strange died. So he was like, fuck those. Well, then he got to the, my, my, the 14,601st one, and he was like, Tony Stark dying? Yeah, I can live with that. Hold on. I'm going to give you two arguments to that. First yeah. of all, um, he may not have been able to see every single dimension that there was available. Yeah, that's true. Which that's means true, yeah. that there's more than 14 million dimensions. Mm. Secondly, he may not have been able to see the outcome because at the time of um, them potentially battling Thanos per se, he may have been in an alternate dimension, so he may not have seen that seen that happening anyway. Because he was tight. That true. that one was uh, jumping around with the um, the dark code. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's also true. Yeah, to the point. I just thought it was funny though, man. I was like, oh, Doctor Strange, you sneaky motherfucker!" Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I know you saw at least one where you won, but you died. Like you just didn't want to die, which is fair enough. I wouldn't want to die if I if I saw two universes and we both won one of them, but I died or, or Tony Stark died. I'm 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 like, nah. There's just one. There's only one that we that we win, and you have to die. Sorry, bro. Uh, but 
I think yeah, I Tony know. Stark was part of the Illuminati. He just couldn't give a fuck to turn up. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. I like that headcanon. Yeah, that, that's my new headcanon. He was there. He just didn't turn up. <laughs> because, yeah. because I thought as well, yeah, when they turn up at this universe, it's really futuristic. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's very futuristic. There's, like, advanced tech. Um, and the Ultron bots are there, and they're good. So I'm thinking, okay, if this is a universe where Doctor Strange sacrificed himself to win against Thanos, then that must mean Tony Stark's still alive which mm. is why the world has advanced in tech like this because of Tony well, Stark. Would you not think that, I guess, that wait, do you not think that would be because of Mr. Fantastic since he was the one showing up? Well, yeah, exactly. That's exactly. That's that's what it turned out to be. Right? Mm. And I'm, I'm fine with that. Uh, it's just to, to, to me, John Krasinski, as much as he looks like how they've drawn Mr. Fantastic at times, like mm-hmm. especially with the beard. Yeah. I don't see him as that character if that makes sense. I don't see him as a genius, top, top, top intellect, like smarter than anyone. Like, it's John Krasinski. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's him. It's Tim. <laughs> you seen too much of the office. Yeah, you've seen saying, too much like, of the office. <laughs> I can't, I just <laughs> can't see it. Well, I I've, I've so I've never seen the office in it, and like I've seen other things, and like even his reputation, representation in the quiet place, in terms of like trying mm-hmm. to fix the uh, thing for his daughter. Do you know what I mean? So, mm. but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to go on. Did they? Not. Oh, sorry, go on. No, I was going to say, did they explore um, Tony Stark? Didn't wasn't there a what if where they explored? Tony Stark not actually becoming Iron Man. Yeah, when and, he joined, teamed up with Killmonger. Oh yeah, I was just wondering, did they ever sort of hint on the Fantastic Four in in the What Ifs? Were no, there any kind of really. suggestions that are like um, Reed Richards might have come to existence because of like if Tony Stark didn't did get killed or he didn't become Iron Man, would that have given space then for for Reed Richards to become? the part of the Fantastic Four and, and Mr. Fantastic and, and this kind of like mm. genius that he was, you know? Potentially. I don't know. Could, do you think they could live in the same universe or not? Well, I I like to think that both the X-Men and Fantastic Four already exist in the MCU. We just haven't seen them yet. I think Professor X is like mind wiping everyone in the world to make them forget the X-Men. <sighs> And eventually that's going to have to come to a stop. They're going to have to come out and reveal. We might even, I would love if we even get a flashback scene to the Battle of New York from the Avengers and see that the X-Men were actually part of it as well. Just no one remembers. Mm. That I think would be sick. And the Fantastic Four, I think it would be cool if they were originally in the 60s, went out into space and then got lost in space. And we could have lost in space with the Fantastic Four. Do you know what I mean? And then they return to Earth. And yeah. it's modern day, like maybe they go through some time warp or something and then they end up in modern day. And then it will be like, like a, a, you know how like Captain America was a man out of time. This would be like a whole family out of time. Do you know what I mean? From mm-hmm. the 60s. So they've yeah, got maybe. like these whole, yeah. these whole um, 60s morals and, and kind of attitude, but they're in the modern world where no one gives a fuck about your, <laughs> about you. So. Yeah. I think it's going to be simpler than that. I think they're just going to go with the multiverse thing and just say this is probably a, so a different here's the, here's the question then. Here's the, here is the question then. Do you think they've set up John Krasinski 
to play Mr. Fantastic in the MCU as well? Yes. Or do you think that was just a bit no, of cast? No, I think this was a, uh, they used this as a test. Um, yeah. Like an audience reaction. Yeah. 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 And do you think I, he's yeah. going to direct it as well? Because they've just. Didn't they lose, the, didn't they, didn't they they lose their director? Huh? Didn't the person that was going to be directing it leave or something like that? Well, no, uh, I don't know what the situation was surrounding why he left, but it was the guy who just directed the Spider-Man trilogy. He was meant to then make the Fantastic Four movie, mm. but he's just stepped down and they haven't announced who's replacing him yet. So it could, if John Krasinski's playing Mr. Fantastic, he could direct it yeah. as well. Because he's directed other stuff, hasn't he? Well, yeah, he directed the quiet, um, place, quiet place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I've still not seen that. That was it. Oh, you need to see really? that, man. That is sick. That's quality. Yeah, bro. that's yeah. quality. You need to see that again. That's another film that I didn't rate when I first saw it for some reason. I honestly can't remember why. Mm-hmm. But when I watched it again, uh, yeah, I, yeah, it's sick. It's actually a really good film. Exactly. Um, one thing I want to ask you guys here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you touched on this in. Um, when you guys reviewed it, but they mentioned that the MCU is six one six. Yeah, that re- that that annoyed me. It annoyed that all annoyed of us me. because <laughs> it, it annoyed- it's not six one six. No, it's it, not. It actually does have a label. It, it's it's one nine 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 or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Like they've established that the MCU is another alternate reality to the comic book. Yes, do you know what I mean? So they all exist within the multiverse. Which again, even even the Spider-Man PS4 game exists within the the Marvel multiverse. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because he's been in the comics and met the comic book Spider-Man. Yeah, and they right. had a whole thing. Do you so, know what I mean? so in like reflection and time has passed and stuff. Yeah, I think again, it's more of a head nod, just because. Okay. Just because I'm about to ruin it for you again, though. But go on. Just because she said that her universe has named that, that not the universe, but they've named that Doctor Strange six one six. I think it's just yeah. a tip of the cap because even in yeah, um, I agree. Far, even in Far From Home, they did that yeah. same thing where exactly. Ray, not very mysterious. But does that not? But does um, that not make it worse? Because no, I Mysterio, think they did. I, I Mysterio, think I think because Mysterio didn't know about damage, he was just lying. And he just threw out a number. That's what I'm saying. So, what are the odds that not only like he was he was fully right with everything he said? There is a multiverse. It, 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 AR six one six. Again, I mean? he was shitting shit the whole time. I think it's just tip of the caps in it because they know that comic book readers are like uh 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 six one six uh. I think that that's that's how more I see it. They are honestly I, I just. Agree. It, it probably was just the tip of the hat, but I feel like for people who do take everything seriously, oh yeah, they're pissed. Kind of, oh, they're pissed. Uh, uh, they're pissed. <laughs> they're super because pissed. Not, yeah. not only, not only is it incorrect. Like the the Marvel official website itself says the MCU is one nine nine nine. Yeah, whatever. So it's not the six one six. I get the the tip of the hat towards that, mm. but you've just had Mysterio chat a whole bunch of shit and make up stuff and also refer to that universe as 616. Mm-hmm. So either he was... Bro, Mysterio was right. Have you guys seen any or read any of uh, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? I've seen I've seen the film, yeah. Okay, no, in, the, in all the books... In, in, because there's like fucking four or five books um, mm. where they it, it's it's quite long and, and uh, there, there's a lot of kind of um, it, like just taking the piss they like basically like the universe 
there's a whole kind of like thing in it where they they go onto a ship with a with a impossible improbability drive that will do the most it basically once you engage it it'll just do the most improbable thing you know it'll take you to somewhere that's just so improbable you know yeah. like you you're like what are the chances of that oh uh, and now we're here um yeah. and 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 they do that throughout like the universe they, they, there's almost like a commentary in in the whole over, overriding all, all of the books that like the universe just has a habit of like making coincidences coincidences happen you know like mm. um where something is talked about somewhere and it just so happens that like in a totally different part of the universe exactly that bit is also being discussed or or That's like true. It, and, and I think this, I, I'd like to think this is a bit of a nod to, to that, where that idea that, like, like the universe is so vast, but coincidences happen. Yeah. And mm. just random shit, like, that you just would never expect actually does end up happening. Mm. Uh, I, quite, I quite like that idea. I think that's quite clever. Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah, I, I do appreciate that. And I like, it's like, when they, again, when they talk about the dreams, and Wong says, like, so that dream where I'm being chased by a clown and I'm naked or something. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, that's probably happening somewhere. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's mad. Yeah, that's um, cool. But no, I really liked it. Um, at this whole movie, um, Wanda as the villain, I really liked, especially on my second viewing. I fully um, empathized with her. Uh, being a, a dad myself, having a little girl. Yeah, but your dad, your your your, told, your little girl is not a Sims character, though. No, but <laughs> if if I got to, if I woke up one day, if I woke <laughs> if I woke up one day mm-hmm. and then my daughter wasn't there, mm-hmm. and someone told me, "No, nah, what are you talking about? You've never had a daughter. That's just some made up. You just made that up in your head." Mm-hmm. I'd be like, "Nah, bro. Like, I don't care. Like, if if I know she's out there somewhere." I'd do the same shit, bruv. I'd kill everyone. Are you nuts? I'd kill everyone. I'd kill everyone until I get her back, guys. I'm sorry. I'd kill you guys. I'd kill You would try. You would try. There would be no multiverse of madness. There would mm. just be nothing, mate. There would mm. just be... Like, I get it. As a parent, even if someone tells you, no, it's fake, they're not right. It doesn't matter. The, the, the feelings are real to her, innit? Yeah. And after, like you kept saying, bro... I, I, after all the trauma she's already experienced, mm-hmm. like she had to watch her husband die three times now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's watched her brother die and then saw some, some imposter of her brother. And then like, then she died. Then she came back and do you know what I mean? Like it's fucked up. And now you've mm. got kids and now they're dead or they don't exist or whatever, but you know, out there somewhere they do mm. like, I, I, I got it. I fully understood it, man. So I, I didn't see her as a villain per se in this. I just saw her as someone who'd gone through extreme trauma. Okay, but I mean? she's still a and villain, bruv. Like, again. No, she's a villain. She's a villain, bro. Yeah. When she said, yeah, when she, oh, my days. When she said, I've been reasonable. <laughs> and Dr. Strange was like, oh, no, you haven't. Exactly. You, and she was like, no, no. That is me being reasonable. No, that's... I was like, oh, shit. That's, yeah, she's <laughs> okay. a villain. <laughs> yeah, you're a villain. You're a villain. To say that that is, is reasonable and now you're about to be unreasonable, <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Now you lot fucked up. Just go, just go. Just go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why Wong kept sending Dr. Stray. I get that they have... A connection. I mean, they don't even have a relationship, though. 
they have more they have more of a relationship and wonder they have huh? more of a relation than Wong does with her though. Do you know what I mean? Because technically, really? not really. They haven't they haven't met on screen. They haven't shared a scene together on screen. Have they not? Nah. Well, Think about it. In Infinity War, oh. in Infin- have they? Uh, not before this know. movie. In Infinity War, Wanda was um. In London, Wonder with Wonder was with Captain America and then man, yeah, and Doctor Strange was with Iron Man going out into space. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So they didn't see each other for that movie. Doctor Strange died on Titan, and Wonder died on in in Wakanda. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. where they got dusted. Then they came back. They did the. Uh, they came back in the end, the final End Game battle, mm-hmm. which they may have crossed paths on the battlefield, but I don't think they have time to stop and like introduce themselves and have a little chat, do you know what I mean? And again, it's 50-50, because Doctor Strange and Wong went out to collect everyone, yeah? Remember what Doctor Strange said to Wong, is that everyone? Mm. As in like, is that everyone on your side? And he said, what, you wanted more? So it could have been either Doctor Strange or Wong that went to collect her, do you know what I mean? So it's 50-50, it could have... Either way, mm. I would say, statistically, they have the same relationship with her. Fair enough. Unless but I think, I think screen, well, maybe in between one division or whatever, if they've had meetings or whatever, I don't know, but I doubt it. I think she went straight from Endgame to Westview and did her madness, and then from there she was went to the to the the forest, and then that's where Doctor Strange went to find her. Mm. So I don't see where they would have had time to build up a relationship. Yeah, no, that's fair. But didn't he get, didn't he go out to find her just off of his own volition? Cause yeah, cause he knows he knows of her. I think they just yeah, know of each other. He knows she's a witch. He knows she's mm. a witch. And when they when they realized that there were runes on that monster, mm. they were like, "Oh, this isn't sorcery. This yeah. is witchcraft." And Doctor Shane's yeah. like, "Well, I know one witch. Right, let me go check." Yeah, yeah. So, Wong's got like important what sorcery supreme shit to sort out now. True, doesn't he? When when she's attacking um, Kamal Taj. Wong sends Doctor Strange. He's like, choose your words carefully. Like when you speak to her, because because he is the because he's far far more powerful than than Wong, isn't he? He might. That's be more what, that was my perception that, of it. I was like, Wong yeah. is Wong's the Sorcerer Supreme, but the Doctor Strange, if they're dealing with the the you know Scarlet Witch, yeah. he wants to send out the strongest person to True. negotiate with her. You know, but. Being powerful doesn't necessarily mean you have good negotiation skills, especially yeah. if Wong is telling him, mm. he's having to remind him because he knows he's a hothead and he's arrogant. So he's like, please choose your words carefully. Exactly. As a Sorcerer Supreme, you should have been up there talking to her and negotiating. Do you know what I'm saying? Wong is the Sorcerer Supreme, not Doctor Strange. And that kept happening because it's Doctor Strange's movie. Wong just kept standing aside and letting Doctor Strange do everything. But I'm thinking like, nah, bro, this is your job. Do you know what I mean? If you're not going to do the job, give the title back to him. Like, but then he did, uh, what was it when he, when, when he was, um, Doctor Strange was off in another um, multiverse, universe. Um, Wong was then trying to battle um, Wanda and, and she was... She just wiped the floor she basically like in Yeah, she, she basically like took him enslaved him didn't she and took him prisoner and then took him to the the dark hold place didn't she yeah so he was there like the whole time wasn't he but uh, for all we know he was off battling some sort of otherworldly thing 
uh, the whole time this movie was going on um, because he's mm. a sorcerer supreme. Mm. <laughs> I'm just making excuses for him. Now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I hear what you're saying. I don't know. Maybe I'm gives him a hard time, man. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, but yeah, all right. Just to just to like just to wrap it up quickly. Um, what one thing I did like um, that again, it's not really anything to do with the movie. Uh, it's to do with the trailers. And I think this is the first time Marvel have tricked us with the trailers without having to change anything. It's all about the context of what we're seeing. So in the trailer, it looks like I was expecting Wanda to eventually turn good again and join them because mm-hmm. there was that shot of Wong and then Wanda standing off against these monsters. Ah. Mm-hmm. But then when you get to the movie, no, Wonder is still very much evil at this point. <laughs> and those oh, monsters so end up much. bowing to her. Do you know what yeah. I mean? She's not mm. good. She's just teaming up with him in the moment out of necessity. Yeah. Also, the zombie Doctor Strange, they made it out to look like he was evil. Like that was going to be the final threat at the end. But it's not. That was the good Doctor Strange. Yeah. I thought so, that was going to be um, the, the, the Doctor Strange that we saw in... Um, in the what if who got trapped in the yeah the, in the, the in his own little reality mm. yeah that was cool I like I like the um, the visual continuity as well of how that reality was kind of dissolving into like this black inky stuff the same way that it did in um, in what, what if. if I thought that was quite cool yeah yeah that's um, good yeah that was good but yeah so I like I, I liked it. My final score, I'm, I'll give it a free piece. I get a, a strong, mm-hmm. strong free piece. I really, I did enjoy it. I don't know what was wrong with me after my first viewing. Mm. I think it was just my expectations. Yeah. Once I got to watch it and knew what I was getting into, I enjoyed it a lot more. Um, yeah. One thing. Oh, an end credits. Okay. Nana, you said <gasps> it annoyed you mm-hmm. when at the end of the movie, he gets the third eye mm-hmm. and he's like screaming and then he's in pain. Mm-hmm. And then by the time the end credits comes, he's already just cool with it. He's like, yeah, yeah I've got this eye. What, you, you like it? Mm-hmm. Like, but that is kind of like, that's kind of like a, a staple of Sam Raimi. He does that. Like he'll make something out to be a big deal, like the Evil Dead series. Mm-hmm. He'll end the movie with like some major thing happening. And you're like, what the fuck is going to happen now? And then the next movie starts, and this is like, oh, no, 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 that, that was nothing. That, that was, well, I'm fine. What are you talking about? Okay, fair enough. I, I'm not familiar with his work like that, innit? So. Yeah. So it, it, it was funny. It's very tongue-in-cheek like that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. I was wondering about that third eye, whether actually, like, it, 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 because we got the introduction of the, of the, uh, the bad Doctor Strange, the dark Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. um, when they had the... the the, the notes battle which was bloody cool that was very cool um the music battle um the he did he had the third eye then didn't he and so the they kind of set it up like, it, yeah, yeah the, the, the 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 third eye is an evil thing and that it's because of the dark hold yeah. and and i was just wondering like yeah i do i definitely think there's going to be some consequence for our doctor strange like using the dark hold and, yeah. and everything. But I don't know if the third eye is going to be 
like necessarily a bad thing. I think it might be that it's like his consciousness has, has opened up and it's almost like a, another power of his, a bit like the extra arms, these fucking monster arms that suddenly come out of nowhere or, mm. or his just like more of his mm. spells. Like his third eye is, is it could be um, him awakening or something or him being more aware of, Mm. like everything because the dark hold has opened that up and you know like it might even be as subtle as like the dark hold is corrupting but it's corrupting because you know he's now got even more knowledge about the mm. universe that's so the thing like, therefore, you know it's not necessarily an evil thing maybe it's just a painful process to to initially go through Mm. Or, or it's that, like humans are, are inherently corruptible, you know, like, and so, yeah. like, the more information, the more power that he has, the more likely he will then corrupt and turn dark, you know. Maybe that's, that's maybe that's uh, the, 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 what it's sort of, like, going to hint at, but mm. I don't but know. And also, know. this Doctor Strange proved in this movie that he's different from the rest of the Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah, they made a of that, didn't they? Yeah. He's not as easily corrupted. He actually has mm. a, a lot stronger, I don't know, willpower or conviction mm. than the other Doctor Strangers do. He can use the Darkhold. He can use the Mirror Dimension. Because remember, from the first movie, using the Mirror Dimension is drawing... Um, from the Darkhold. From the Darkhold or the Dark mm. Dimension or whatever. So mm. he, he uses that on a regular. Like, that's his go-to move. Yeah. And yeah. he's fine with it. Do you know what I mean? Like, when, when um, the Ancient One used it, she got corrupted by doing that and mm. he hasn't. So mm. maybe this Doctor Strange is able to use things that would usually corrupt you, but it doesn't affect him the same way. Mm. You know what I'm saying? There's speculation there. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think I'm, 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 I'm Oh, last thing I'd, I'd like to just have a little quick shout out to Bruce Campbell. Mm -hmm. Obviously this being a Sam Raimi movie, Bruce Campbell got a, a cameo. He was um, he? Papa, Papa Pizza, whatever that, whatever that oh, pizza, pizza guy was. That was, yeah. That was oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And really? And then who had, and he had the last, like, final? Yeah, yeah. The last line like, as well, yeah. It was yeah. Like, over. A lighter. And again, the fact what that um, Doctor Strange made his own hand attack him. You're the again, one Sorry? Hold on. Sorry, guys. Go on. Yeah, I was just saying that the fact that Doctor Strange made Bruce Campbell's hand like turn on him and attack him was again That's from Evil Dead, isn't it? From Evil Dead, exactly. That yeah. thing happens. That that's so cool. good. Um, oh, that's, that's, nice so good little, yeah. that's a nice little callback. If um, only they'd made uh, a second head grow on his on his shoulders. Yeah, you know? That'd have been mad. And that'd then have been mad. Been mad. Been mad. Been mad. Been skeleton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I want to watch yeah, this. Really cool. Anyway, um, so, talking, talk, hearing you talking, uh, there's a few things that popped into my head about about the movie. I didn't want to kind of butt in, but like it sounds like you're almost done. So I, I, yeah, and no, if, I'm going to forget all this shit now that I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. saying. Um, how cool was the the the, the dead uh, wings that he got? Like the, the wings made out of all the dead bod creatures. That was sick. That was, yeah, that was so like awesome. That. Like, like, I, it kind of like I, I, I kind of felt like it was a little bit kind of manga anime ish. You know, yeah. like with this kind of like it it was a 
it was um this kind of like wings almost that were making it and yet he was he was there like taming them almost like they were like horses and he was like using them to kind of like you know uh, it was so that was a really cool kind of moment where he could have let them take him over but actually then fuck it he's the sorcerer supreme well he's not the sorcerer supreme but he's like an immensely powerful sorcerer yeah what the fuck what the fuck's he worried about like a load of dead creep dead souls you know exactly then and again it shows how he's different you know what i mean like he he's not as easily manipulated or corrupted by these creatures you know what i mean in, in, to the point where he actually starts controlling them yeah you know yeah no, that was that was really cool and that, the 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 way that they surrounded wonder and sort of like they made they, they basically covered her and then they put like a trap around it but mm. even that wouldn't like hold her back after a while like you know it, it just slowed her down a little bit but um so that was really cool um i did think yeah i would i i completely didn't expect the way that they were going to do this movie um with wanda being the the bad the baddie and and it like it was her all along like she was the one who was sending monsters through all the different like universes it wasn't just that one that that was in their universe she was the one who had who'd been chasing her the whole time it wasn't that fucking mm. weird monster creature like made out of fire she was just controlling that wasn't she yeah, it's yeah. true. Or, or did, no, I, did I get that wrong? No, no, you're right. So even from that very opening scene, that creature that was chasing down the other Doctor Strange and and whatever, that was under Wonder's control. Yeah. And again, yeah. with the whole um, uh, her being reasonable thing, I love as well, to add to that, she goes, me sending those creatures after her instead of coming for her myself, that's mercy. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Oh my god, that's, uh, that's mercy. Damn. Jesus, man. The lions in yeah. this movie were fucking sick, bro. Yeah, they were good, weren't they? And, um, yeah, um, I, I didn't, and I totally wasn't expecting the, the whole kind of like, um, like when he goes and sees her, I was still thinking, I, it completely t- took me by surprise that she was there. Actually, the whole place was like decaying because of the Dark Hole book. And, mm. um, like, I, I sorry to disturb it. I kind of saw that coming yeah. because I'd, I'd seen the where someone broke down one of the trailers and was like, if you look at what Doctor Strange is wearing in this shot and this shot, it's the mm. same. Mm. And if you look at the landscape, it's basically the same, just one's red and burnt up and the other's nice. And yeah, so yeah, I, I, yeah, I was yeah. expecting that reveal to happen. I didn't expect it to come so soon. This this movie escalated very it was super early on, wasn't it? Yeah, it yeah. They, they really got to the point, and that that I think that you guys mentioned that earlier. Like um, the, the the pacing of the movie was fantastic. Um, I, I felt like this was a return to like good proper Marvel movies, MCU movies. I, mm. I do feel like like the, all the series that have happened just haven't quite had the edge we had all of the was it phase three where where infinity war and, and endgame occurred mm, yeah, yeah that um, was and all of that and then the, the movies came thick and fast and they were all fucking awesome mm. and there was just they were fun and action-based and they were culminating this amazing story and infinity war happened and then it kind of felt like everything just died off a little bit and then we got all these series on disney plus that where I, I haven't seen Hawkeye yet. 
Um, so I've got to see that. But like Falcon and Winter Soldier, it was fun, but it didn't feel like like as good as like yeah. some of the previous Marvel movies. What again? One Division was weird, and I, you know I enjoyed it, but it, again, just didn't feel quite. Just felt like it was a bit slow and and half baked, and um, again, like a lot of the other stuff, just it didn't feel quite like. I mean. I th- I really enjoyed Spider-Man. That was good, but that felt mm. like that was something slightly different. Um, but this feel, feels like it's um, like a a return to form. This is a proper Marvel movie, and we are back on track with like what what Marvel stuff is. You know what the next movies that come. We got another. We got a Thor movie coming up. Um, I'm just it's totally got me. Panther, yeah, it, it's totally got me champing at the bit again for more Marvel movies. Whereas mm. I felt like a little bit like I was not quite so bothered. Um, maybe that's why I saw the why it took me a week to see this one as well. Um, mm. that's you know, um, but but yeah, this um, um for me, this was a, a whole chicken. I, I was, I can't wait yes. to go and see it again. I saw it on my own, my kids have got to go and see it now, my wife's got to see it. And I am going to enjoy every moment of it. And I feel like mm. the second time I watch it, I'm going to see so much more than I did in the first one. Yeah. Because there's, it feels like it's just riddled with lots of like little kind of like nods and sneaky little bits and so on. Um, one thing well, that, that did said, after my after my first viewing, I would have given it a half chicken. After my second, yeah. one, I'd give it a, like a high. It's almost a whole chicken, but it's a high free piece. Yeah. So mm. if you're yeah. coming out the gate with a whole chicken, your second viewing is going to fucking blow your mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, I'm, I think I'm looking at like all of our ratings in the past. I, I'm generally quite kind of like um, generous with my ratings apart and unless we're talking about like Ghibli anime. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and, uh, or, or if I'm talking about that, um, what is it called? Ruby. <laughs> Mm. Which I really put my foot in in a big turd last time about. Um, now that's that staying nice and silent there. He's still stewing. I, I, I kiss my teeth oh. in it. <laughs> Just because you didn't hear me. Uh, yeah, no, like, um, I, mean, I didn't even hear you kiss your teeth yet, but from now on, yeah, I'm going to announce it. I'm going to do that. That's that was so sick. <laughs> Someone does that. I say, I kiss my teeth at you. <laughs> I don't know, like from old Shakespearean, like if a Jamaican yeah, yeah, like, was in Shakespeare. I bite my thumb at you. I bite yeah. my thumb. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I kiss my teeth in your general direction. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, what was I saying? What's your um, reasoning? No, yeah, it's, it's a whole chicken because, yeah. and I think I think I'm quite generous with my ratings, but I generally go with if I go to see a movie and come out of the movie the, 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 after seeing it, and I've had a thoroughly good time, and I can't wait to go and see it again. Mm-hmm. That's a whole fucking chicken. Yeah, same. Like mm. guaranteed. You know, like the, if it, it's a high taste, if I'm like, yeah, I really appreciate it. I had a good mm-hmm. time, but. That's cool, you know. Like, but I honestly, I can't wait to see this again. It is, yeah. it, there's so much in here, and it was action packed. Mm. And I can't wait to go. I can't wait to see the Illuminati get yeah. horrifically murdered again. 
I was surprised at how far they pushed that P that that PG thirteen rating. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why I said Sam Raimi knows how far that, they can that's take how it. I why I said I've got hope for Blade now. If they can do a Blade True. movie with that those kind of pushing the limits and like like people mm -hmm. getting cut in half, but we don't see it when we know it. Like I, yeah. I, 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 I can take that. I'll, I'll, and I, we saw blood. We saw yeah. blood in this. Like, I, I, and in Moon Knight, they that was a bit more violent. We saw blood, and mm. MCU has been quite blood. And and in Falcon and Winter Soldier, we saw blood. Mm. So MCU is getting is getting more bloody, bro. Like, mm. It's getting more, yeah, more violent. I've got one thing to say though um, that really did kind of like wind me up, and it was right at the beginning of the movie. This ex-colleague of his who's oh, sitting yeah. in the church with him. I was like, who the fuck is that? Am I supposed to know who this person is? Hmm. It's like they're like best buds. Like they know each other like really well. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. I've got to go back to... Hmm. What, I've got to go back to like, the Doctor Strange movie? Watch is he in one, that? Yeah. I can't remember which one he was in. Like, But I felt like it was a little bit sort of like, oh, you, you should know who this person is, but the Doctor Strange, the first Doctor Strange movie was mm. how many fucking years ago? Yeah. Like, <laughs> they it could have had a little bit of a, like, it's been so many years since that movie happened, and the last movie that we've seen is, is uh, the, these ones, and he wasn't anywhere in them, so let's just have a little reminder of who this guy is. I think they did um, enough. I just took it that he was a doctor from uh, one of the previous movies. Like, I don't think they needed any more explanation than that, other than he's someone that knew both um, Doctor Strange and Christine. That just felt like it was a little bit like, they were a little bit too chummy. And I was like, I've, 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 it made me feel like um, I was slacking, like I, I should know who this is, and I didn't. And mm. I was like, don't make me feel bad. Yeah, you know? Fair enough, fair enough. No, I get that. But, I mean, that was a fleeting moment mm. because, again, there was so much. It, it, they didn't have him in the rest of the movie at all, did they? It was literally just that yeah, little just, bit. It was just the, the wedding scene, yeah. Mm. Just the wedding scene, just to remind us of, you know, again, I think the good thing about doing stuff like that is they're showing more how the snap has affected people. And showing just yeah. how like devastating that was for everybody, and yeah, you know, and again we're we're leaning a lot more towards the mental side of the world. Do you know what I mean? With um, what do you call it? Like the addition of moonlight stuff. Um, the only I, thing I thought was weird. Sorry to mm. cut you off. Was was having um, what's her name? What's what's his love interest? That woman that uh, he's in love with? Christine. Christine. Yeah, Christine. Mm. I thought it was a bit weird that she was part of the Illuminati's like science team because, and I, it's kind of like, because it's Doctor Strange movie, of course, someone he knows yeah. is going to be there. If it was an Iron Man movie, that would have been Pepper Potts, 100%. Mm -hmm. If it was, you know I mean, if it was a Spider-Man movie, that would have been Mary Jane or, or Aunt May or something. So it's just because he needed to have that personal connection to her. But well, they explained in it. Of, in terms of the story, mm -hmm. I don't see how a nurse or whatever she was or a doctor or whatever, like the doctor, how she ends up being the top scientist for the Illuminati when you've got people like Reed Richards and Professor X and people so, about so like that. So uh, you're, you're, you're I, I, I think you're misunderstanding. Yeah, she's not the top 
scientist in a sense here. She's like, she's obviously she's in charge in it, but she's no. In- but she said a lot of the um, the multiversal theories or, or whatever was her doing. Yeah, and she's done that with he, through he named the six one six universe. Yeah, so she? She, yeah, she's done that because of she's had, she was in connection with the previous Doctor Strange that did the time dimension. So, so in this world, I don't think she was just a That's nurse in it. She was like a scientist, and because her Doctor Strange was like meddling with the multiverse, she also learned that stuff. So you know they he were, could have they, taken her on trips with him. Like yeah, so they, she already had like an existing knowledge, and she's de- she's developed it and deeped it more because of what their Strange has done. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's true. I guess yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I like that. Mm. Um, um, yeah, let's move off to just, Strange. We've done an hour of yeah. Strange. Let's okay. Let's 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 move on. Yeah, let's um, go about another hour or so. So, I I just quickly want to touch on Moon Knight just while we're on Marvel mm-hmm. stuff. Um, this I loved. I love this show. Yeah, I love this show so much. Of course, Those you final did. Of course you did. <laughs> this this is this is probably one of my favorite Disney Plus. Marvel oh my shows. god. Okay. Um, can I just co-sign that? Oh, right. you this love is also both. one of my favourite Disney Plus Marvel shows. <laughs> Everything about it, and you know what? I, I actually liked. I thought it was very. It was a very brave um, to to just fully skip action scenes, like just fully have him jump. And I thought that they was going to return to them at some point and and show what we what we missed, but they never did. No. And I was like, I, I I actually rate that. Like, I actually rate the balls on these people mm-hmm. to do that. And then in the finale, the final actions, the final conflict, like he's he's about to be defeated, and then he blacks out, and then we wake up, and he's got the axe to Harrow's head, and we just never know. What we just never know what happened. I was like, that's fucking amazing. Like, I love it. Like, and I and I think what made me like it even more is I was sitting there and I was like. I bet Nana is fucking fuming right now. <laughs> Nana is fucking fuming. Like you just the most action-packed scene of this whole show. Like, but I knew where they was going with it. I knew as soon as they did that, mm-hmm. I was like, a hundred percent, Jake Lockley's turning up. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And those end credit scenes, that end credit scene confirmed it. And again, that was fucking sick. Mm-hmm. I loved that. I love that Konshu, I love that um, Steve and Mark think that Konshu has released them, yeah. but he's still working with Jake. I love that. I think that's, that's sick. Um, yeah. I liked... I, I liked the, um, I liked the, the switching between the, um, like, you don't oh, quite right. know what's real and what's not real. That, you know, where is- he's like, have, having a conversation with the psychologist that's, um, mm. what's his face? And then they're back in the... the corridors and and you just like this is the whole like head fuck thing of being having like multiple personalities mm. he, the whole time he's trying to figure out what is real and what's not and, exactly. and even at one point i was like oh shit are they gonna drop it that actually this whole time actually it's just been making this up in his own head like it's his own That's- story and that's what I love about this is that it never really answers that question. It leaves it kind of ambiguous because you could argue actually now by the end, like 
he figures out that it's real, do you know what I mean? And he, he, and he, he breaks out of that. Or you could argue, because there's actually that scene where he's talking to Harrow and he said, he says something like, well, if I have to choose between being this broken person living in an insane asylum or being the superhero that's about to save the world, I'd rather be a superhero that saves the world. And then goes back into that, like he, what could be his fantasy. So mm. you could argue he's chosen to accept that this is a fantasy, but he'd rather live that life than face the truth. Or mm. you could argue that, no, that whole thing with Moon Knight and Konshu, that is real. And it's just in his mind, like his dying thoughts or whatever. Like, so I think it was brilliant how, how ambiguous it was, how, um, how the setups, like everything you look at, like the fish, you look at, um, fucking when he comes out of his apartment, when Steven comes out of his apartment, there's a guy selling brooms, but, that's random. But then if you think about it, if he's in that mental asylum, that could just be a janitor walking past his door as he comes out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So all things like that, like I was like, that's fucking sick. Like they thought about it so, so well and in so much detail that it, 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 it could go either way. Do you know what I mean? And, and I like that. It's like the Joker, the Joker movie. Do you know what I mean? It's ambiguous. You don't know. Did this really happen? Is it all in his head? Is it real? Who knows? That's what I like about it. I thought that, 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 that was really cool. Um, I like the giant kaiju battle at the end. Um, they made reference to Bushman being the man who who like killed um, his wife's uh, dad or whatever, even though I still think it's going to turn out to be Jake Lockley who, who did it. Um, but yeah, speaking of the, the Scarlet Scarab, so... Uh, no, no. You asked why a hippo gave her powers, and then she ended up with wings. Yeah. Um, I can't tell you why. <laughs> I mean, uh, Martin did a good enough explanation of something to do with her, her necklace or something like that, which makes sense. But the actual reason that it doesn't make sense is because they've done a bit of shifting around with characters. So they, the character of whatever her name is in the show, um, his wife. She's like a combination of two characters. Mm. In the comics, his wife is some white blonde woman with a different name. But her dad does get killed. And that aspect of, of the story is taken from that character. Um, the Scarlet Scarab is a villain of Moon Knight's. And um, his name is like Abdul something something. And her name is something Abdul something. So they've taken part of his name, put it in her name. And she ends up with his powers and his suit, basically. Uh, but like I said, he's a villain in that. So I don't know if she's going to end up being a villain. Maybe once she finds out Jake Lockley was the one that killed her dad, she comes for revenge and Mark and Stephen just have to deal with it because, like, you did. You killed her dad. Like, do you know what I mean? It might not have been Stephen or Mark, but this body that I'm looking at killed my dad. So now I have to kill you. Sorry. Like, I know there's three of you in there, but one of you fucked up for the rest of them. So that, that that's what I'm looking forward to coming. Um, I do agree with you as well, Nana. I think the action was a bit subpar. Mm -hmm. um, there were some nice set pieces. There were some nice stunts, but that's all it was. Like It just seemed like set piece and stunts. 
There was no like weight behind it. There was no, I don't know, like, and and that's why I kind of feel like the lack of action, like whenever they cut away from it, was actually better than when they showed the action. Mm. If you get what I'm saying. I tell you what, I feel like um, all of these series, like this one for me is so far been been the best one. like even this, even Moon Knight doesn't compare to the Marvel movies like Doctor Strange. It just felt polished and mm. the pacing was great, and it felt like a like an adventure. Whereas there was some quite slow bits in in um, in Moon Knight, um, and I think if I'm going to compare it to um, a series that I really, really, really enjoyed, if we compare this to like Daredevil. This it, it doesn't come anywhere near Daredevil. Daredevil no. was, for me was just absolutely yeah. phenomenal. It had such that's amazing, tough, yeah. amazing action. Yeah, that's right. And I, I'm, I'm, a, it does, I'm a bit sad that like we haven't got that from Marvel yet, where mm. you know, like they're they're reproducing series that are at the same level as as Daredevil. Um, well, they just maybe, announced- maybe they'll get there. They've just announced that Disney Plus is going to release the Daredevil, se- the next Daredevil season, yeah. season four, oh, nice. or nice. a straight reboot. But it's going to be, um... guys. I'll be right back. Yeah, sure. No yeah. problem. I no just got to pop off. Yeah. Um, just quickly, then I'm done with Moon Knight. I- I'd give it a. See, I would give it a whole chicken, but like Stevie it's nowhere near the quality of Daredevil mm. and Daredevil is a whole chicken. So I think I'm going to give it again, a strong, strong free piece. Like it's strong, strong free piece. There's just some elements. Like I feel like the pacing wasn't quite there. There was like, I would have liked to have seen the action. I like what they did, but it would have been nice. I also feel like when there was action, it was lacking. So th- there was improvements that could be made, but, I did really enjoy it. But yeah, I'm, I'll give it a free piece. Okay. Um, and after seeing as well, um, sorry, that Thor Love and Thunder trailer, and we've just had the She-Hulk trailer, I think it's actually incredible how connected all these movies and shows are. When they first announced the the slate for Phase 4, mm-hmm. it just seemed like a bunch of random stuff. Like nothing seemed connected in the way that it did for the first three phases. Mm-hmm. But now that I've seen it, I'm seeing how they've connected everything and it's fucking genius. Like, obviously, the first three phases were all leading up to Thanos. Yeah. Whereas phase four alone has got so much going on that it's leading to, like, it's crazy and everything's connected. So we had Shang-Chi, mm-hmm. uh, um, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, WandaVision, Loki, What If, and Quantumania. That's all linked through the multiverse do you know what i mean and leading to um um kang the conqueror yeah you could also include guardians of the galaxy in that that's coming up because that has got um the gamora from another multiverse uh, and they're tracking her down um and even in moon knight there was a reference to uh rama tut who was kang the conqueror when he went to ancient Egypt and became a pharaoh, he was known as Ramatut. I think there's a guy who's wearing a t-shirt that has like 
the the, the, the face of him or something yeah, like that. Yeah, the logo, like the logo, old school logo. Yeah, yeah. So, so that was pretty cool. Um, we've also got this whole thing with gods coming out. Like, we've we've had Moon Knight, which again is about Egyptian gods. Mm-hmm. Thor is obviously Norse gods, uh, and in Thor: Love and Thunder, we're getting the Greek gods. Yep. Uh, Black Panther is obviously about like African god, mm-hmm. the, the, um, uh, Bast and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, even Guardians, like with with um, Peter Quill being the son of Ego, Ego claimed to be a god, like with a, with a lowercase g. Mm. So in a sense, Peter Quill is the descendant of a god as well. So or the God Butcher who's going to be coming, like we've got so many shows that reference gods, like that that are now connected through through Thor, uh, even Eternals. Um, in a way our, our gods do you know what I mean and it's weird though that now that we've got Greek gods turning up Eternals has just established that in a way there are no Greek gods because all the myths and legends from Greek mythology are based off the Eternals based on the Eternals yeah. so Athena is based on Athena mm-hmm. but now that we see that the Greek gods are real like what's that about do you know what I mean? Because I, guess comics, it, I guess it'll be a, a, a mix, mix and match, innit? Yeah, but in the comics, they just both exist. Like, Athena exists, and Athena exists. Mm. And how it, how it worked was, I think, the, the Greek gods at, at one period of time um, got the Eternals to kind of be their representation on Earth. Mm-hmm. So Athena would be the representation of, of Athena. Mm-hmm. But they both existed. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It wasn't like humans misunderstood and then made up this story of Athena based on on Athena. No, they both exist. Yeah. So it's going to be weird now, unless, like you said, they're going to mix and match. And maybe Athena doesn't exist. Zeus might exist. Hercules might exist, mm-hmm. but Athena doesn't. Maybe Icarus didn't exist in in the Greek mythology, but this Icarus from Eternals kind of everyone got confused and and just associated him with the Greeks. Do you know what I mean? So it'll be interesting to see where they go with that. Um, but yeah, man, it, it, it's it's really clever what they've done. You've also got Thunderbolts looking like they're coming. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Black Widow had that, um, what's her name? Valentina, whatever her name was. Yeah. Falcon and the Winter Soldier also had her. Hawkeye had the, the new Black Widow turn up looking for revenge, which was a continue, which she was sent by Valentina. Um, and now She-Hulk, um, in that trailer, yeah, look, like we know the abominations in it, but it also has like that that kind of facility looks like it, there was a facility in the corner, but I think it was called the Cube or something like that, and I think that was run by Valentina or it was like the Thunder. It ended up being the Thunderbolts HQ or it had something to do with them. So She Hulk seems like it might be leading down that road. And also the mention of um, they're starting a superhero legal legal team. Mm-hmm. If Dead, if Daredevil doesn't fucking show up at least in one episode, oh of the yeah, hundred percent, like, he has to, he has to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just quickly as well. This is the last thing I'm going to say um, about this. Um, in the Doctor Strange movie, yeah, at the end, Wonder destroyed all the dark holds in every reality, didn't I, she? I, as far as we understand it. Yeah. Now, this could be what leads to 
Blade because we've all been speculating how a vampire is going to come about. Like, have they always been here? Is something going to happen? I even speculated maybe Morbius is what kicks it off, but that didn't happen. And mm-hmm. I'm glad it didn't because fuck that film. But um, in the comics, in the comics, the Darkhold has a spell in it that removed vampires from the world. And now that the Darkhold has been destroyed, that spell has been removed. So maybe this is why vampires are returning and why Blade is one of the next movies we've got coming up. Oh, so in saying that, do you think then that's how we get the X-Men? That could be how we get the X-Men as well. Maybe Doctor Strange himself, the same way he made everyone forget Spider-Man, maybe a Doctor Strange in another reality made everyone forget the X-Men. No, I'm, I mean? I'm saying the, the fact that, you know, you said there was a spell that made vampires don't exist. Whatever, there was a spell that the dark hole contained that stopped mutations. Oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> that could be. Yeah, mm. could have mutated. And it's been destroyed. They're back. Yeah, that could be. Could very well be. Yeah. Yeah. One more thing, yeah? Mm-hmm. Just This is just quickly, sorry. Um, Kevin Feige has just confirmed that the Secret Invasion movie, yeah, uh, TV show, sorry, that's coming out, starring Samuel L. Jackson, mm-hmm. takes place during the blip, during that five-year period of the blip. Mm-hmm. Wait, say that again? The Secret Invasion movie. Yeah. Uh, TV show, sorry. Mm-hmm. Starring Samuel L. Jackson, takes place during that five-year period of the blip when everyone was dusted. What does that mean? Like, what? Uh, yeah, what? That's that's the <laughs> well, first time I'm Samuel, hearing that. Samuel Jackson got, got dusted, so they then, uh, the, the scroll went and impersonated him and carried on doing it, but then they're, they're you know, like, keep things going. But then they got something, someone got in behind it and started sort of, I don't know. Because the, the secret invasion thing was like, who, who's actually a scroll, who's not, mm. wasn't it? So, yeah, I mean, I different theories. Some people say maybe the Nick Fury that we see um, that gets dusted, that isn't actually Nick Fury. That's already, the, um, what's his name? The, 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 Ta- the scroll, Talos. Nick Fury. Talos, Talos, yeah. That's already him. And Nick Fury is already out in space doing things of sort. So it was him that got dusted and not actual Nick Fury. Mm -hmm. Um, But then that would be stupid because Samuel L. Jackson is meant to be starring in this. Do you know what I mean? So if he's already left and he's already allowed a scroll to take his place, it's not really an invasion then, is it? It's more like a, a light, I don't know. It's not really an invasion. Like the whole point of the invasion was mm. that scrolls were coming in, looking like people to get into positions of power without anyone knowing. But if Nick Fury has agreed to allow Talos to be him, it's not an invasion, is it? Yeah. Mm. So I don't know what that means, man. Like I don't know. Let's we'll see. I have faith in Kevin Feige and and Marvel, but that just seemed like a weird decision to make. Hmm. Very wild, but yeah, we'll see anyway. But um, but yeah, uh, Moon Knight, free piece for me, free piece. Fair enough. I'm you lot enjoyed that a, a, a hell of a lot more than I did. Mm. 
No, I really didn't. It was really good. I really enjoyed it. It was um, dry for the first four episodes, and it got good for the last two. I see. I don't know. I was into it all the way through, but from the first episode, like I, I liked what they was doing. I like, I like intrigue and 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 mystery more than like action and and. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I like weird shit. Like my favorite, all my favorite Disney Plus Marvel shows have been the weird ones: mm. Loki, Wonder Vision, and, and Moon Knight, yeah. and What If, Hawkeye, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and. What else was that? It? Yeah, uh, yeah. Loki, Hawkeye, One Division. No, that's three. There's still those four. Loki, One Division, Captain America, Hawkeye. Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah. So yeah, the, the, those ones, Hawkeye and like Falcon and the Winter Soldier and all that, didn't really do it as much for me, and that's just because. There's no weirdness, like, do you, know, do you know what I mean? I like the weirdness that they're doing. They're really going for it in the, in, in some of the shows, and I, I like that. Um, but yeah, that's it for me from Midnight. Um, Stevie, did you, are you back? Sorry. Stevie, back? Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm eating nuts. I didn't want to oh. kind of, like, make Midnight. loads of, like, crunch, crunching noises. Yeah, nice, no, <laughs> but I just, just, <laughs> just wanted to hear what your score was of, of Midnight. I'm not sure if you said I, I can't remember if I've actually already rated Moon Knight, but I think I'd give it like a high taste of high taste out of three piece. You know, like, um, <laughs> okay, yeah. you know, like, uh, um, it, it, it doesn't quite, it wasn't so amazing to be like a whole chicken, yeah. but I thoroughly enjoyed it. And this is definitely the best series so far. Mm, um, and I want more. I really want more. They, you know, they've oh, got to give us more. Definitely. You know, Apparently, Oscar Isaac said this is a one and done thing, but I hope it's not, man. They have to come back. Mm. I kind of feel like it should. There should be some stuff going on in the in bigger movies with these these series, you know. Mm. Well, like, like I said, I think you, you you might have been gone while I said it, but the way these shows are connected and the movies, there's a lot more going on than we initially thought. And one, I really the, hope so. I really hope so because because we got all of that. With the earlier movies, the phase one and two, where they like they had a load of different movies, and then they started connecting the dots and bringing them all together, and like dropping teasers for Thanos and the, the bigger kind of more cosmic like mm. movies like Guardians of the Galaxy and so on. Um, and I feel like it's been dropped a little bit again, like you know, since we since in, um, Endgame happened. I think we've had a load of different movies and I kind of felt like they're just, there's no connection between them really. Mm. And I really want to see them now, like pull a few movies out where they're like, Oh, by the way, that movie that you saw back then, or that series that you saw back then, mm. there's, a, there's actually a load of shit in there that you, you, you really, you, we had planned the whole, whole time along. That, that'd be really cool. Mm. Um, well, yeah. Why do one question I have for you guys, actually, regarding that. We just saw a, a picture released for Thor Love and Thunder that's got the human form of Bassett sitting next to Jane Foster as Thor and Valkyrie mm -hmm. yeah, in Olympus. So this is like the gathering of the gods 
they're having some kind of mm. meeting maybe gore's out there killing gods and they all have to have a meeting like what the fuck are we gonna do like someone's out there killing us mm-hmm. do you think because she the, the, the actress is credited as Bassett is but, it a boss well Bast is the panther god mm-hmm. but Bassett is the Egyptian god that Bast was based on I think Martin even said actually Bast was is the Egyptian god Basset. She was the Egyptian god first, and then became the the panther god of Wakanda. Okay. Um, so they could be one in the same person. Okay. My question is: Do you think they're going to use this movie as an opportunity to, even if it's just temporarily, but to kill Bast because Gore the God Butcher? I have a feeling during this meeting of the gods this is exactly what Gore wants because now they're all in one place for him and he's mm. going to turn up and, and cause some shit. Well, if Do you was, think if, there's if, a possibility that he to... could kill Bast and then when we come to Wakanda forever, that is how they're going to write out uh, T'Challa as Black Panther because if Bast is dead, there's no more power to, to draw from. Mm. And maybe that could be why the title of that movie is what it is because they it could be a thing like with or without Bast with or without the Black Panther we are still Wakanda forever mm. do you know what I mean yeah it still wouldn't really explain um, uh, what you call it um, why he's not the, why yeah, the why he's himself not tra- isn't yeah there. exactly mm. hold on, hold on, Jed, it hold was on. a freak climbing accident where he, he... <laughs> yeah alright we're, we're back I'm uh yeah, we're back. It's got Steve, just quickly, yeah, before before Nana cut off, you you said something like, "What if T'Challa like had a had a freak climbing accident and was climbing up the mountain? What if, yeah, because yeah. he is a cat. What if he's just stuck up a tree somewhere? <laughs> You're so like, dumb. What if he did climb up a mountain and just can't get back down? Like how a cat climbs up a tree <laughs> yeah, and can't get back so down. Dumb. If if T'Challa if, if T'Challa um got like um. I don't know, fell off of something, would he always land on all fours? You would think, like to think so. Because he's, yeah, he's a cat. And yeah. everybody knows that cats always land on all fours if, you, exactly. if they fall off exactly. something. Or, so you'd like you to know. think so. Alright, T, what else have you not been around for? Uh, I think that's it, man. I think I've caught up. Yeah. All right, so That's I'm gonna really. I'm gonna very quickly whiz through some of the things that I've I've seen. Uh, senior year starring Rebel Wilson. Uh, I expected this to be a very bad. Oh, you watched that? Uh, yes, I watched that. Uh, I want to see it. Yeah, I was gonna watch that with with uh, Rebecca. Ah, uh, you, you need to see it. Like literally, it has a lot of heart. Like it. Yeah. Yes, it is still like a B movie, but it's a very good B movie. Like it's it's it's, it's on the top of like. You know, saying that potentially could have been a uh, an A list movie. Do you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it a free piece. I had a lot of fun of it. Um, Rebel Wilson like does her role very well. Like I know not everyone loves her, but like the humor and comedy that she and the um, comedic timing that she had in this one was on job. Um, I like the characters. I like the. I just like the idea behind it. Like, it's, it's, it's very stupid, isn't it? Like, it's almost Freaky Friday-esque, isn't it? But at the same time, um, it's the same person because she's been in a coma for like 30 years. It's really well yeah, done. that's what I like about it. It's a different take on that kind of like 13 going on 30 kind of thing. Yes. 
mean? It's jokes, you know. Like it is very funny. Like it, and the storyline is bait and obvious here, yeah, but it's funny, man. It's entertaining. Like there's some rude adult jokes in there. There's some jokes like dumb kiddie jokes in there. Like it's it's, it's just a fun movie in it, and like you know. Um, and it looks like I would say Rebel Wilson's for the most part in a sense has done majority of her own stunts and I guess it only kind of works because she's lost so much weight I don't think this would have worked as well if she has still been as big as she was um, but it also kind of shines a light in the sense of like you have to be a certain level of like I don't know attractiveness here but like in this world, yeah, if you're really big and fat, yeah, you're in a sense less likely to succeed in it. Like generally, if you look at all the celebrities and famous people, they're generally really pretty, slender, skinny, or hench people. Do you know what I mean? Like you have the very few guys that are massive and big that are successful, and same with like women as well. Like I know, like is it Lizzo? she's trying to do this whole like body positivity for being a, a big black woman but i guarantee like if she you know went on the same kind of weight loss program as like um Rob Wilson or who's the one of one Adele like people's mindset and opinions of them would change mm. yeah so it's true. It, 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 it was interesting watching it like i, I did quite like it um, so I will give that free piece. Uh, Steve, you watch this as well. What'd you rate it? I'll probably give this a half chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, I did enjoy it. It was it was fun, but I just I mean like I got the sort of like the quirk. I almost wanted it to, wanted it to be a little bit more quirky and just like crazy and pit takey. Almost like a, like an Adam Sandler movie or a. Mm. Um, you know, who's the guy who did Juice Piccolo, Male Gigolo? Um, uh, oh, I can't Rob remember Snyder. the guy's name. Rob Snyder. Yeah, they're just fucking batshit crazy, aren't mm-hmm. they? All of these movies. Like, the the storylines are just whack. And and whereas this this felt like half the time it was that, and half the time it was actually trying to be like a... a like, Nanny, you kind of, like, got the hit the nail on the head. It's, it's got, like, heart in it, where... Mm it was quite serious at some points where they were trying to sort of like make a point and everything. But, um, I mean, my overriding thing is that like, she's the most shallow person in the entire world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, and her friends like basically were like extremely good friends for sticking with her for so long. Yeah. Um, because uh, you know, if, if I'd been in that position, I think I would have been like, you're, you're a dick fuck you <laughs> you know like <laughs> when you when you grow up that's when we can start having a, a, a relationship again you know like mm. but they they you know like uh, but I, again I, I kind of got that was part of the the whole story wasn't it of yeah. her, her growing it, actually growing up and everything but yeah i quite I, I think i enjoyed the the quirky bits more than the the actual kind of like deeper story and and her, of her kind of growing up and realizing that she's a dick mm. um yeah um so i think half chicken will do for me all right fair I'll, enough. I'll probably won't go and see it again oh yeah, yeah it's not one that you'll see again you know it's just, but it's just kind of just mm. funny in it 
Um, what was I going to say? Uh, T, like, I don't have my other laptop out, which I've got a new laptop. I just haven't fully sorted it out yet. Um, do you yeah. have the, I do have a breakdown of the episodes for Love, Death and Robots Volume 3. Uh, if yes. so, can you give, like, a brief description, uh, give your thoughts, give your rating, and then we'll move on to Stevie, and then I'll give my last, and then we'll whack that out quite quickly. Nice. Um, okay, so, yeah, Love, Death and, um, Love, Death and Robots uh, Season 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, nine episodes, probably averaging around 10, 15 minutes each. Um, again, it's, it's another anthology series, all revolving around themes of either love, death, or technology, robots. future mm-hmm. uh, robots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I get it now. I get it. <laughs> You're such a dummy. It all makes sense. Um, yeah, no, uh, in my opinion, it's back on form. Uh, I think season two was a bit of a dip in quality, mm-hmm. uh, but this didn't quite reach the heights of season one, but it's it was closer than season two was. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, again, a much shorter season, only nine episodes. Um, but, yeah, we had some, we, a lot more very um, varied animation styles um, and, and, and stories to tell this season compared to last season. I think last season... Pretty much everything was just was just 3D kind of CGI. Do you know what I mean? Whereas in this, you had hand animated, you had shell um, cell shading, mm-hmm. you had 3D animation, stop motion, uh, hand drawn animation. So you had a lot more variety in this one. Um, but yeah, I, I've only got a few episodes that I really want to talk about. Okay, um, fair I, out of all nine, I gave two episodes a whole chicken. I think I gave uh, one. I think one of yours might be the same as one of mine. Uh, what was your one? I can't remember. Uh, was was <laughs> it was it Kill Team Kill? Oh yes, yes, it was Kill Team Kill. Of course it was. <laughs> with, a, with a title like that, of course it was. That was one of my whole chickens. Kill, yeah, Kill Kill. That, that was one of my whole chickens. Yeah, um, Kill Team Kill Kill. Do you know what? Yeah, do you know what? One was up there, yeah, but I couldn't give it because they would be in a sense so white, yeah. Was the one with the aliens? Yeah, that was a good one. I like that, that one. Oh, uh, oh, got a three piece. Yeah, that I feel, yeah, I think that's a three piece. All right, okay, sorry. I, I will let you break down the episodes, whatever. But I just thought that it was very interesting that we had like a Terminator episode, which was the one with the rats. So we had we had an alien episode, the one, brilliant. the one with the aliens eating people, and then we had a predator episode. Um, I can't. What was the predator episode? Fuck. Which was the predator episode? Could have been predator. Yeah, in terms of like, I think they were even hunting somebody, or it had it gave me the vibe of predator. Yeah, I know what you mean. It could have been um, in in vaulted halls, in vaulted halls entombed. I think that was the that one. was all about Cthulhu, wasn't it? Yes, 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 the yes. Creature, wasn't it? Yeah, the creature that, in there was Cthulhu. Yeah. Wait, no, that that was the alien episode because the aliens was eating them. That there was a oh. lot of spiders that were. Yeah, that's that's the spiders. same one. Do you know? What? Let me get out of a laptop and see if I can plot like yes. T talk while I do this. All right. Um, yeah. So, as I said, one of my whole chickens is Kill Team Kill, which mm-hmm. was episode five. It might not have been for everyone because I heard again this kind of randomized the episodes, which is again for an anthology series. That's quite interesting. Um, 
Yeah, this was directed me. by Jennifer Yu Nelson, who did Kung Fu Panda 2 and 3 and a movie called The Darkest Minds. Okay. What, Kill Team 4, yeah. episode 5? Yeah, that's right, yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool, man. I, I didn't even realize that. I, I love this episode. Um, the, the, the voice acting, Joel McHale is in it from Community and... Um, what else was he? Seth in? Green. Those, those more... Seth Green, yeah. So a really good... Um, voice cast the animation was... oh, Gabriel Gabriel Luna is in it as well who was um, in, he was Ghost Rider from Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. yeah you're right yeah 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 yeah. you're right that's um, cool but um, Steve Steve Blum was was in it as well who was one uh, Spike Spiegel from Cowboy Bebop okay oh that's cool yeah <laughs> Nice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. There. There awesome. was some good. There was some good. The animation as well. This. This episode was hand drawn animation. It was so smooth. It was so like expressive and well animated. That cyborg bear, the way he oh. attacked them, the goriness of it, the the the. And it was hilarious as well. It was, it was just was, the, the humor in it was just. Spot on. Absolutely spot on. Such dark humour, man. It was quality. And that end credits song where like it just had quotes from the episode, but it was like some drum and bass. And it was like stupid fucking honey badger. That, that, that was sick. <laughs> they kept calling it honey badger, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. I was feeling that man. That was great. Um my my other whole chicken episode, mm-hmm. my only other one, uh, was episode two for me, was called Bad Travelling. Ah uh, um, yes, that yeah, went, that was the longest. That was one. probably my favorite episode of this season. That was quality. Um, I loved how the, the the power dynamic kept shifting. Do you know what I mean, just every it was just unexpected. One second, like this guy should be fearing for his life. Then the next second, he's got all the power. Do you know what I mean? And everyone else should be fearing for their life. You don't know who's a snake. The level of paranoia. The level of betrayal the way it kept escalating and then like it, obviously you have this giant crab and then the way he communicates like it, it was so it was so cool and then he the the, the choice that the crew have to make mm-hmm. they can either take him to the closest island but it's inhabited or they could take him a bit further to an uninhabited island but then that would mean more of them would potentially die to feed this thing during the journey um, I love the whole thing about voting X or zero. And he was like, ah, oh, a few twisted corners and a few specific folds here and there. Let me know exactly who voted who mm. and who the cowards were. But then in the end, he was like, I didn't really need to do that because you're all, you're all, you're yeah. all cowards. You all put an X, do you know what I mean? Mm. So I was like, at first you think this guy is the coward because he's like, as soon as he talks to that crab, he's negotiating and he's like, listen, only I can get you there safely. You cannot eat me. Do you know what I mean? Like he's fully protecting his own back. But then as the movie, as the episode goes on, you realize he's actually not the coward. The rest of them are because they would rather drop this thing off at the closest inhabited island and let everyone die Mm -hmm. just to protect their own lives. Whereas this guy, even though, yeah, he is looking out for him for his own back. Like he, he does a lot. Do you know yeah. what I mean? To save innocent people who you don't even know. Like, he yeah. does a lot, and he puts himself in harm's way many times. You know, this, um, these, the whole Love, Death, and Robots thing is, is 
um, uh, sort of executive directed by David Fincher and Tim Miller. Yeah. Um, and this bad traveling was directed by David Fincher specifically. Yeah. So you know, it's it's kind of good that this is this is got a good rating and, and people are, yeah. are seeing it as favourable because it's it's a good sign that like the guy one of the guys who is overseeing this entire project, yeah, he's, he knows his his actual yeah. like episode is is spot on, yeah. Mm. And yeah. I I got even before because it's good that they put the credits at the end because I was watching this I didn't even know David Fincher produces I didn't even know at this point that Tim Miller and David Fincher were the producers of this whole thing. Tim Miller was the actual creator of Love, Death and Robots. Why is that name sounding familiar, Tim Miller? He directed Deadpool. The first ah, Deadpool. gotcha. Yep. Yeah. And David Fincher made movies like classics, like Fight Club, Seven, Zodiac, Gone Girl. He, David Fincher was the inspiration for the Batman movie that just came out, okay. basically. Yeah, and again, watching this episode, David Fincher uses a lot of natural light. He doesn't use artificial light, which means a lot of the screen is taken up by darkness and shadow. And in this movie, that's all you get. Like at points, I was like, "This is so dark." Yeah, I, I thought that. Well. See I, anything? Yeah, I thought that at the beginning. And then as well. soon as it said directed by David Fincher, I was like, "Okay, yeah, that just makes sense. Then that makes sense. Of course, I shouldn't. I, sh- I actually saw I, too much, I, if anything." I've got to go. No, it's um, yeah. So let, let me just leave you with a, a part in th- um, uh, like um, observation um, about this. Like for, for me, this whole, this, all of this is just a complete whole chicken. Mm. Yeah, even the weaker ones, I'd still love them to bits. And I love the variation of all the, all the different stories. Um, I noticed in season three, there was a few um, returning directors um, so Jibaro, which is the or Jibaro, which is the one right at the end, um, which had the woman in the lake with the deaf guy. Oh, that um, I, that one was so fucking weird, man. Yeah, it was really weird. But you know what? Like the the same person who directed that, it's Alberto um, Mielgo or Milgo, um, directed um, one called The Witness in season mm-hmm. one. Um, which was um, that one that sort of cycle where someone sees someone. Um, commit a murder and then they get chased and yeah, was, they go through all sorts of weird shit yeah that was a cool one yeah, yeah and then they end up be, actually being the person who's murdering them and then they get witnessed by the other person so yeah. there's a sweet thing that was. um and i noticed there was a, some other sort of like similar kind of looks so um what was it the one that was the, uh the very pulse of the machine kind of had uh, feels for for another one in in a uh, previous series. Seeing that one um, where they where they were in a car and they pulled over and, and got out and then yes, that's it, that's the one. Yeah, yeah and they right, go yeah. swimming and and uh, Mason's yeah. rats also reminded me of of some of the earlier ones as well. That just that style mm. um, and I, I love that the difference of all the different styles. One thing that was missing from season three was the kind of quirky. Um, much more cartoony stuff, quite cartoony as well. So I, I just want them to continue doing this to 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 you know perpetuity. Um, this Forever. is such a good yeah. concept, and yeah. the, the the just having these little short ideas, short concepts, they could spur um, but spur on sort of like full blown movies, like you know the bad traveling could become a, a whole fucking movie oh, or a whole movie. series, yeah. couldn't it? You know. Yeah. Um, the one, uh, the one out of all of them was Swarm. 
they could make a whole movie out of Swarm. Again, I think yeah. this Swarm was actually directed by Tim Miller, again, who... I didn't, the rate the, the, I didn't rate the animation as much in Swarm as, say, some of the other ones. But mm. the actual concept and the... Just the world level, right at the end, when they when the brain gets created by the swarm yeah. um, to deal with exactly this, and it's like humanity is so like up itself that it thinks yeah. that it can manipulate the swarm, which has been around for millions of years yeah. and has had to deal with this countless times. Yeah. So it's already got something set up so that if so if for any eventuality. It knows how to deal with it. So, and it, each time it deals with something, it it kind of absorbs that that um, that race. It's almost like a uh, fucking um, that game on uh, that massive game. What's it called? Um, it's a sci-fi game where there's there's almost like a swarm that, that comes every so many thousands of years to kind of wipe out all intelligence and absorb and absorb all the best bits of intelligence. I have. What's no it idea. called? Is you got is you guys were talking talking about playing it. Is it Eve Online? No, not Eve, Outliers? but it's um, it... oh, fucking know what's it called. I have no idea, bro. If I'm being real, oh yeah. man, it's it's like an epic sci-fi um, Mass Effect. Uh, yes, Mass Effect. There you go. <laughs> that storyline of Mass Effect Three, where the, the the aliens come along and sort of wipe everything out and basically cherry pick all the best kind of like intelligences and, and absorb them into themselves. And I thought this was a similar thing with the swarm, only the swarm is kind of like completely benevolent. Um, and only kind of deals for anything, anybody who actually comes and starts sort of trying to destroy them, they then take them on as, and, and, you know, like absorb them into their swarm. I thought that was a, it was full of good, um, good concepts, wasn't it? Mm. Mm. Yeah. But anyway, I've got to go. Really right, good right, to chat to you guys. All right, cool. Yeah, catch you on the next one. See you later, guys. Bye. All right. Um, yeah. Um, I like the rat one. The rat one was a bit... That was very violent and gruesome. Cool. Uh, yeah. it, uh, overall, I'll give this a free piece. It, it's a little bit better than season two, but nowhere mm. near as good as season one. But the yeah, thing I, is, I yeah... The thing is, yeah, it, with love death and robots yeah i don't see it i don't see it as just an enjoyment thing in it it's like mm. a celebration of art style animation and storytelling yeah and showing yeah, it off true. so that's why i quite like it so even though you know there were some episodes that weren't that great or whatever it's 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 pushing animation into the forefront of more people's minds in a sense in it like some of the animation look really good really clean uh that zombie one was very funny and stupid but again (laughs) it just made me laugh so much because it's just so well done and um yeah man i i I do hope we get a a, a volume four and you know again if we got one of these every year or two and showed us different animations different studios etc etc i wouldn't be mad at that yeah, no, I, I think this can just keep going forever, bro. I'll keep as long as they can keep keep bringing them. I'll keep watching them, man. It's like I, I love a good anthology series. Like you got this and that other Disney one that we recently spoke about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you said, even if the story isn't up uh, as up to par with the rest of them, there's something to enjoy. Like the animation. Like mm. what was that one? Um, the very pulse of the machine with the two women. Um, like oh that one was weird boy yeah do you know what i mean like the story wasn't all there but the the visuals and the trippiness of it mm. was was pretty cool isn't it um 
But yeah, so to, to me, there was two episodes that were a whole chicken. I thoroughly enjoyed them. Uh, the rest were either three-piece or, or half chickens, or some of them. Um, but again, as a whole, I'd, I'd give the show a three-piece. Like you said, it's, it's much better than season two was. Even though season two still wasn't bad, it just compared to season one, nothing's lived up to that since, even this. So it's better than season two, not quite as good as season one still. But I still keep watching it as long as they make it. Yeah. The one thing as well, actually, I think we speculated this, but I think I finally had a confirmation of, um, like Stevie mentioned, this director, Alberto Mielgo. He directed the Jibaro episode and he directed The Witness in season one. Um, he was also, because you remember in The Witness in season one, that was the first time I've seen um, 3D kind of CG animation mm-hmm. combined with hand-drawn animation over it. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And it turns out that this guy, Alberto Miogo, was the art director for Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Okay. So I think I think he pioneered this art style, and now everyone's using it. Mitchell's versus the Machines did it. What was that recent um, the, the 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 Pixar movie or the Disney movie about the Red Panda? That oh, did turning it. red. Turning red. That did it. Do you know what I mean a lot of? And I love this animation style. I think it's one of the cleanest animation styles there is. Like, mm. the, and it's like. Animation, it's like the equivalent in animation to when live action finally realized, no, you can't just use um, like like real costumes and sets and props and you can't just use CGI. It has to be a combination of the both Mm. to get the best results. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Same thing with animation. Hand-drawn is good. CG is good. But when you combine them, it just creates something on the next level, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's really cool. So yeah, so I appreciated that that aspect of it as well. Nice, nice, nice. Mm. Okie dokie. Um, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Um, now, when this was announced, yeah, I was fiery against. I was just like, <laughs> the trailer looks stupid. Um, you know, it's out of touch. Like everyone that watched mm. Chip and Dale will be way too old and won't even care about this. Like mm. the next generation don't even know who Chip and Dale is. Like it's gonna be pointless, isn't it? But it's Disney. They decided to just make money. You know, so uh, they've got a streaming service. They need content for it. So why not? Uh, Chip mm. and Dale Rescue Rangers uh, released in twenty twenty two is uh, directed by Akiva Schaefer and written by Dan Gregor and Doug Mond. The film stars John Mulaney, Andy Sir, uh, uh, Andy Sandberg uh, uh, as the voice of Chip and Dale with Will Arnett, Eric Banner, Keegan-Michael Key, Seth Rogen, J.K. Simmons and Kiki Lane. Um, oh, this is interesting. It's a co-production between uh, Walt Disney producers David Hoberman and Todd Lyman's Mandeville Films and the Lonely Island guys, which um, Schaefer and yep. Sandberg are part of. Which basically well, one of the Lonely Island guys, what's his name? Akiva something. Akiva Schaefer. Akiva Schaefer. He's, he's he director. directed this. Yeah, I said that at the beginning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, th- and that's obviously why um, uh, Andy Sandberg starred in it, because, again, the Lonely Island connection. But, no, mm. I, I thought that was cool, man. I like that. So, 
I think what I love the most about this like okay, this is not a good movie, but <laughs> it's a great movie. Like, yeah. does that make sense? Like, this yeah. movie is like it's bad. The storyline's not even that great, but like it plays on your nostalgia so well, and mm. the, the the humor in it is so well done that you can't help but enjoy it. Like, as I was, watching, I was like, this movie is garbage, but I'm laughing, I'm smiling, I'm chuckling, I'm pausing to see who's in the background. Like, yes, it, 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 it was just such a fun movie. Like, it, you know what? Yeah. As a movie, it's probably a cool chicken, yeah? But as mm. by enjoyment and everything, it's a free piece, man. Like, mm. if some of the jokes just landed that little bit better, I would have given this a whole chicken. Um, mm. And also, there was a couple of... C- and, and you know me, yeah? It's mm. very hard for me to tell when CGI drops, but I noticed a couple of times where the CGI dropped in it or it didn't look the greatest. So that's mm. another reason why... it's Because if, if I can notice when I normally don't care then it's you, that tells you how bad it was in it um yeah but you can kind of forgive it in this movie because th- that's kind of the point they 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 are animated like cg is often trying to represent something real mm-hmm. do you know what i mean so that's why when it doesn't quite look real you're like oh that's a bit dodgy but in this they're still animated like mm-hmm. the, the that whole thing with um Seth Rogen's character the point of it was that they're in the uncanny valley it, and that's that is like the cg isn't perfect mm. like it, so that was on purpose do you know what i mean or even like um like do you know what i mean like they're all animated they're animated characters so if they don't look entirely photorealistic i feel like you kind of can give it a pass in this movie because it's not meant to be a real thing it's an animated character do you know what i mean okay i hear what you're saying Mm. Um, like this, this movie in, in in many ways was the spiritual sequel to Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yes, like, if they told me if they told me this was a straight up sequel to that movie, mm. I'd have been like, yeah, cool. This was more a sequel to Who Framed Roger Rabbit than Space Jam Two was to Space Jam. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Um, just some but, of the cameos that I noticed. We saw uh, Transformers. Uh, yeah. We had a mention of Chun Li. Uh, we saw yeah. an animated version of Ash Ketchum and a live action version of Ash Ketchum. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I so clocked it, someone wearing his wearing the hat in the Comic Con, but I didn't clock that. Yeah. Animated one, so no. in the anime, you know the cafeteria scene. Like mm. there's a per, uh, there's a there's a there's an Ash Ketchum look like basically sat down on the front and then someone walks okay. past him. So you, you catch a glimpse. Uh, you get reference mm. of Chun Li. Um, mm. There's a um, oh damn it! What's the one with the head? Oh, the one of the scientists. Damn it! I think there's a Jimmy Neutron reference. Yeah, um, with the hair. Yeah, yeah. The hair. Uh, like, how, how did Disney get the rights to all these references? Because there was even like a Teenage Ninja Turtle reference. Like, yeah. is there not like some kind of copyright laws because they this were just thing, yeah this is this is what's nuts yeah and again the same thing happened in in who framed roger rabbit but in who framed roger rabbit it was kind of easier because all you really had was warner brothers and disney mm. yeah you had mickey mouse and all them lot from disney you had the looney tunes and all them lot from warner brothers yeah so all they agreed was you can have our characters but i think it was a disney movie so warner brothers agreed you can have our characters mm-hmm but if you've got Mickey Mouse in a scene, Bugs Bunny needs the same amount of screen time. Yeah. And, and neither of them can be 
better than the other. They yeah. no one can make anyone look like a dickhead. Yeah. If you've got Donald Duck, Daffy Duck has to be on screen at the same time. Yeah. Same amount of screen time. That's why it all worked out like that. Mm. Whereas in this one, they've got fucking Paramount. They've got DreamWorks. They've got Warner Brothers. They've got fucking Nickelodeon references. They've got everything you could think of that has ever been animated <laughs> is referenced in this. Yeah. And I don't know how Disney did it. Like, it, it seems impossible. And you know what's funny, yeah? At one point, um, um, Chip and Dell like, jinx each other. Mm. And in America, when you jinx someone, you say, oh, you owe me a Coke. Yeah. But in this, they say, ah, oh, jinx, you owe me a non-specific cola brand or something like that. And I was thinking, are you serious? <laughs> You've got all these characters from all these all these studios and you can't say Coca-Cola. You again, can't say Coke. Again, they, that's they, where your line is. They, again, yeah. they must not have paid them off. There must be yeah. enough subtle differences that they get away with it. Mm. Mate, do you know what? There's two things. Like, a lot of it was good. A lot of it was funny, yeah. Mm. But there was two references that fucking blew my mind. All right, yeah. can I guess uh, one of them? Go on. The fact that they redeemed Ugly Sonic. Ah, uh, Yes. As soon as I saw Ugly Sonic, I was bossing up. I was like, no way. No way Ugly Sonic is here. Mm. And yeah, they redeemed him, bruv. Like it's like it's like they said to Paramount, yo, just just save that file though. I know yeah. you're not using it, but just save that file. Let us have it in it. We we'll we, we, will we'll we, we will MCU it. We will Disney MCU yeah, your we'll Disney it. This is yeah. what we do. This yeah. is what we do. Um yeah, that one got me, yeah. The other one that got me, mm. fucking Batman is in this movie. Oh, Batman, Batman versus E.T. Yeah, which that, was jokes anyway. That was yeah. tough. <laughs> Batman being in a Disney movie, bro, is a big deal because that means we are one step closer to getting a Justice League and Avengers crossover. Uh, like, I'm sorry. This is, this is the first step to that road. Okay. You know I mean? If Warner Brothers have given Disney permission to use Batman in one of their movies, it's only a matter of time. And they, and, and they okay. mentioned it, and, and not only did they mention it, they were like, oh, that's actually a good idea. Because they was looking at all the, like, reboots. Or, um, and exactly. He was like, yeah. And he was like, actually, that one's all right. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So they had to be nice to Batman. That's why. Okay. Mm. Oh. Yeah. There was a lot of references. Oh, listen, this, like, man. it's again, it's I'm, not a great movie, but I kind of want to watch it again just to see what I missed. Or I might mm. even just have to watch one of those breakdown videos because there is so much. Absolutely mm. ridiculous amounts of stuff. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Even, like, the signs in the background. Like, you have Johnny Bravo Fitness. You have, um, you know Doug? Do you remember Doug? The cartoon Doug? Yeah. He's got an injury lawyer firm and it said, your injury is not funny because his name is Doug Funny and the company is called Funny and Pork Chop with him and his dog. Yeah. Just stuff like that all over the place. Like I didn't um, see I didn't see that one. Yeah, that was in the scene where they're in, Chip and Dale are in the car driving down and there's all these things in the background. Mm. But one thing, yeah, to me, yeah, I'm sorry, but this this movie should have been called Hypocrisy, the movie. Sorry, say, that, say it again. This this movie should have been called Hypocrisy. Hypocrisy, Why? the movie. Because every single thing yeah, that they reference in this as like an annoying thing that Hollywood does mm -hmm. is Disney. Disney <laughs> do it. 
Like Disney do every single thing they made fun of in this movie. Well, that's why. Like, that's why it's like meta, isn't it? Yeah, but then that's like that's like if I if like that's like a bully talking to his victim and being like. No, but I'm jokes in it. Do you know what I mean? Like, don't, 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 I don't know. I don't know how to, how to, how to like quantify what I'm trying to say. But yeah. it is, it's just funny that like that when they're, they're making digs at Fast and the Furious, yeah, because obviously that franchise is just going on forever, and they were like Fast and Furious babies is yeah. next or whatever. But then I was thinking the same thing could have been said about Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm. Like you, you lot know how to run a franchise into the ground the same way. Do you know what I mean? And then. Um, there's a line where I wrote it down and I was like, I was like, oh, this is the line. Um, this is when, because Chip, uh, no, sorry, because Dale, every time he comes up with an idea, he's just like, oh, let's do episode 45 mm-hmm. or let's do episode 26. And then Chip says, don't you ever have any original ideas or do you just constantly recycle old scripts? Yeah. And I was like, I was like, Disney. This is you. Like, that's your business right now. <laughs> Like you are remaking all your classics into live action versions. You're recycling all your old scripts. Mm. And beyond that, everything you've just purchased from Fox or whatever, you're now remaking. Like we're now getting another cheaper by the dozen Disney version. Yeah. We're getting, do you know what I mean? So every time they made a joke like that, I looked at them and I was like, really Disney? <laughs> like that's, that's you though. Like that's you. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Um, oh, do you know who my favorite uh, reference was my favorite cameo, and it was just for a split second. Who? Fucking Randy from South Park. Oh like, yeah! What, what was he doing? <laughs> I didn't expect that. I didn't expect that. That made me laugh though. Mm. That made me laugh. Um, you also had a, an advertisement for Senator Butthead from oh, Beavis and Butthead, Butthead in the mm-hmm. background. Um, Paul Rudd makes an appearance. My Little Ponies. He-Man and Skeletor. Um, there's a nice little joke um, where all the Seth Rogen characters kind of appear together. So you've got Pumbaa, you've got the Blue Bob from, from Aliens. Uh, oh, Monsters Aliens. You I have was Mantis wondering. from Kung Fu Panda. Okay. And all of them were voiced by Seth Rogen. So I thought that was quite funny. Yeah, I was kind of trying to figure out a connection that scene. I was like, these are just a weird bunch of characters to have together. <laughs> yeah. um, I like that they were just like at a Comic Con. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. That is just like yeah. such a nerdy thing. Um, and they were just like, you know, try. And again, I like the fact that in this universe, they just exist in it. It weren't like, oh, mm. you know, humans have gone into this cartoon world, or it's just like, this is just how the world exists in it. Like, animation yeah. and humans ex- coexist and in that sense it is kind of like roger rabbit on crack or mm. because in roger rabbit the the two worlds are at least separate yeah you've got you've got toontown and then you've got the, the real world town yeah and it's just in hollywood that's where they mix because mm-hmm. they're making movies mm-hmm. but in the real world there's there's no like cartoon characters at your school yeah. whereas in this like they evolved all together mm-hmm. they've evolved and Again, you could see it as a continuation of Roger Rabbit because in the end of that movie, the wall between Toontown and the real world is like broken down. Do you know what I mean? And then all the characters kind of like run through and you kind of have this little sing song at the end. So you could argue that from then, that's when they all integrated their lives together. Do you know what I mean? 
Yeah. So I don't know. In my head, this is this is the sequel to to Roger Rabbit. That's, that's what I'm saying. Mm. Um, I liked as well. Again, it's not just hand drawn animation though, which is how it was in in Roger Rabbit. Mm. Nowadays, you've got CGI, you've got this, that, and the other. And yeah. I like that aspect. Like a cartoon character can get surgery to become a CGI character. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I liked that. That thought I thought was funny. Yeah. And just the, the visuals of having Chip and Dale, but throughout the whole movie, one's CGI and one's hand-drawn. Mm-hmm. And then at one point, you've got um, the, the police chief, um, Captain Pie or whatever he is. Mm. He's, he's, he's claymation. He's stop-motion yeah. made out of clay. And then you've got the... the what's her name? The, the woman, the policewoman. I, 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 Ellie. Ellie. She's Obviously, a human. she's a real person. Yeah, she's a real and person. Then, and so you've got a cartoon, a hand-drawn cartoon, CGI, stop-motion animation, real world in a real-world location with a real person in the scene, and then a sock puppet turns up. Just yeah, like, that was that, <laughs> that was so that, that made me like again. It was for like literally ten seconds. Yeah, it had died. I was like, why is there a sock puppet? And then you also had um, you know the guy that sold the cheese. Yeah, was he not even the Muppets? I was like, come on, like what? Like literally, they had uh, like this is such like again. It's not a great movie, but it's so good because it's so dumb. Like this is is the best bad movie I've seen in a long time. Oh, it's so dumb, and I think it is because it's made by the Lonely Island guys. Mm. Well, now that you say that, yeah, it makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Mm. It's it's that exact type of humor. It's it's this this is stupid you could even say it's bad but it's fucking funny yeah right? it's fucking funny that's that's the lonely island all over um and yeah i i, I loved it uh, just, just to talk about the, the voice cast quickly the voice cast was amazing like it was really good but they had the original voice cast in this movie as well um trez i don't know how to pronounce her name tress McNeil, McNeil, McNeil. Mm-hmm. Um, she did the original voice of Gadget and Chip in the original uh, series. Mm-hmm. Um, Corey Burton did the original voice of Zipper, the fly, mm-hmm. and Dale, the chipmunk, like the high pitched voice. Yeah. And uh, Jim Cummings did uh, Monterey Jack, Fat Cat, did a whole bunch of other voices. I think between the three of them, they covered all the main cast. Yeah. So it was nice that they was all three of them were in this movie. Mm-hmm. Trez, whatever her name is, she did voice um, Gadget in this. Uh, and she did, whenever they did the high-pitched Chip and Dale voice, it was the original voice actors doing it. And I liked that um, they kind of said, nah, those high-pitched voices, those aren't our real voices that we just put on for the show. Mm-hmm. The, this is our real voice. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And I have a feeling they're going to try and do something similar in that Mario movie because Chris Pratt is doing the voice of Mario. Yeah. And I don't see him skipping around saying Yahoo and all that stuff. Like, mm. um, But yeah, I, I don't know. I'm in two minds about it. It's either, I'm either like, at least they were in the movie because Jim Cummings does other voices. Like he does uh, Winnie the Pooh and Tigger, Darkwing Duck. Like he does a lot of voices and, and he did all of them in this movie. But then I'm thinking, if you've got them, 
why not just make them the characters? Like, why bring in John Mulaney as Chip and Andy Samberg as Dale if you've got the original Chip and Dale there? Yeah. Why make Eric Banner Monterey Jack if you've got Jim Cummings there? Do you know what I mean? So I was like, I was in two minds about it, but I get it. Like, you want more recognisable stars, like mm. people with star power. And John Mulaney, he's a good voice. He just did Spider-Ham in the Spider-Verse movie. Yeah. Andy Samberg is Andy Samberg. Do you know what I mean? But um, yeah, man, I, I, um, um, I really liked it. I'd give it a free piece as well. Yeah. Um, I think it, it's, it's the right kind of humor for me. Like, I, I liked it. Um, I think the story was quite dark for a kid's movie, mm-hmm. which again, like, was, was the big inspiration taken from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. The fact that it's a mystery crime drama as well, right, is just nuts. Yeah. Uh, and this whole bootleg thing that they do. That was, that was, was so funny, funny. Yeah. I thought it was so funny. Like, and just some of the names, like, that they came up with. And it's funny because we all, we've all seen them. We've all had <laughs> the Nigerian guy or the Chinese guy, like, try and sell you DVDs back in the day. And you look at it and you're like, this ain't Finding Nemo. Like, this is searching for a fish or something like that. And you're like, like some of the names they came up with, like Peter Pan, who was the, as the main villain was fucking hilarious. I thought it was jokes. Um, Peter Pan, the, the bootleg version was called Flying Bedroom Boy. Yeah. Beauty and the Beast was Beauty and the Cursed Dog Man. You had Casper the Friendly Ghost was Jasper and the uh, Jasper the Dead Ghost Kid. Like just all that, all of them just made me laugh, man. I thought it was very funny. Um, oh, uh, I think I'm pretty much done. I, I, I will. All right, then I will let's leave it move, there. Move up to, the, no, then the last, the last thing is um, everything. I just wanted, just wanted to say one thing. Sorry, right. in the Comic Con scene, yeah, mm. when when um, he, he, they're running along and Dale says, "Oh, just grab any costume. Just grab the first thing you can. Just grab a costume." <laughs> yeah, it was Indiana Jones, and he, and he grabs the Indiana Jones costume, and then it makes him look exactly like his character did <laughs> in the show. Mm-hmm. I like that because that's a reference to their actual inspiration yeah. for their costumes originally. Dale uh, Chip, sorry, was based off Indiana Jones, and Dale with like the Hawaiian shirt was based off Magnum PI. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was cool that they did. They actually acknowledged that in this movie. I thought that was quite cool. But yeah, really good movie. I would rec- I think families, kids, whether you grew up with Chip and Dale or not, I reckon there's there's some enjoyment to be had here. Yeah, no, hundred um, percent. Last thing we want to talk about, uh, as far as I can understand it, is everything everywhere. And no, that's not the full. T- say the full title. I'm just just spare long. Uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Okay, there you go. Um, I'm gonna kind of have to lean on your expertise on this one. Like, I did like it. I enjoyed it. Um, I would fully give this a free piece. I like the ties of like the Matrix. Uh, I like the mm. Kung Fu and stuff. Um, but I was kind of confused for the mo- maybe because I was like I I wasn't like fully paying attention. Maybe um, I didn't quite understand all of it. Um, I like some of the jokes about like you know if her granddad comes down and he finds out she's a lesbian he just might die mm. um, uh, some of the other like stereotypical racist jokes in a sense um, mm. again if, if if they're making fun of their own it's not wrong in it like do you know what I mean so 
Um, I thought that kind of got through some of the whole cancel culture issues that we've been facing recently with some of the jokes. Um, yeah, I quite enjoyed it. I thought, you know, acting was fine, acting was good, uh, fight scenes were cool, impressive. Um, very weird and wild. Like, at one point, she was using dildos as nunchucks, um, <laughs> which, again, made me laugh. Like, there's a lot of funny things in it. You know, there were rocks, there were pinatas, a lot mm. of cool and interesting things in it. Um, but yeah, so I'll, I'll let you go into a little bit more and then give your rating. T? Uh, yeah, I mean, um, basically, this is the multi. This is the real multiverse of madness, in my <laughs> opinion. This, this, this is like you said. It's it's wacky. It's crazy. Like it, it is. It's out there. Do you know what I mean? But as confusing as it is, it's it's genius. It's very well written. Um, I love the concept behind the 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 two ways you can kind of travel through the multiverse, and that's either um, you can possess the body of the person in the other multiverse, mm-hmm. or you can remain in your body in your universe, but take on the skills of the other person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was really cool, and they use it in very um, quite clever ways, like like having um she accesses one of her uh variants who's a singer and that gives her increased lung capacity mm-hmm. which means she can hold her breath longer when they throw the smoke in so stuff like that you've got this the one she accesses is, is a sign spinner so she uses those skills in an action scene and like takes the shield from one of the riot police yeah. and spins that like it's the science so all of that stuff i thought was quite cool to go to to what you said about a couple of racist stuff I think I might have picked up on one that might not have intentionally been racist, but it's one of those ones where you're like, ooh, like, should you have done that? Like, that's a bit... Which was it? Which like, was it? <laughs> so she's fighting off all these people, yeah? Yeah. And then one woman turns up with a dog yeah. on a on lead and, like, uses the dog as, like, a nunchuck or whatever. Yeah, yeah, And then the, the variant the variant's ability that she accesses to fight this woman with a dog is a chef. And I was like... Nah, you're the racist one for thinking that, bro. <laughs> nah, nah, you're bad. Nah, you're very bad. And then what makes it worse, the dog is off in the fridge. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> oh, no, nah, nah, you're going hell. We're both getting hell. We're going hell, bro. We're going. Oh, that is terrible. Oh, oh flipping out. Hey, hey, no, fam, that is wild. No, no, no that's funny, bro. Again, I, I, just, I don't know if that was. See, I just thought it was oh, like animal. So racist, I just found but... it animal cruel, you know, because obviously, like, she's like, oh, sorry, dog, and then she's still <laughs> fucking up the dog, innit? Like, using it as a dump truck. <laughs> But no, <laughs> no, you're a dickhead. No, you're actually a dickhead. Uh, how did you put that together? I don't know what's wrong with me. Oh my days, that is so bad. Oh flipping hell! Oh, my but goodness. yeah, that that made me laugh, man. But that that was the kind of humor that this movie was going for. It was a very like adult kind of twisted, like like you said, there were dildos being used as nunchucks. Part of part of accessing one of your variants is you have to um, 
you have to do something random, something that yeah. you would never actually do, like eat a lipstick or, do you know what I mean, stuff like that. Um, there's one scene where they're like, yeah, you have to stick that up your bum. Yeah, like, that was wild as well. Like, ass, like, yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah, that was wild. Even though that fight scene was actually like one of the best fights since they had, yeah, that was still fucking mm. like, okay, you lot are good. And it's the fact that while they're fighting, like you can see it just wiggling yeah. around. Yeah. Like, nah, that's deep. <laughs> like imagine there's a stunt call in there and this is, they give you that script. Like, <laughs> what do you say? Like, okay, yeah, cool. Do you know what? Yeah, as long as I'm getting paid in there, but still, that's fucking nuts, man. <laughs> Um, but yeah like I said to me this this was a better multiverse movie than Doctor mm. Strange and this had more of what I wanted it had very weird universes like, there were some where they were like pinatas mm. they were just drawings in one of them they were just rocks yeah, like they were and, just rocks and they could still move um, though which was joke. and they could still move and then and when the subtitles come up bro, I started busting up bro. Mm. I was like that's funny mm. um, but yeah but 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 then at the same time as as grand and expansive uh, as expansive as this movie was it was interesting that really it took place in two primary locations one in the IRS building and one at her laundrette Mm -hmm. and that's really it apart from obviously taking place all across the multiverse but uh, in terms of our characters that's the majority of where they are so I thought it's crazy how despite the limited locations it feels so expansive and it felt to me bigger than the doctor strange movie did um it had aspects of the matrix like how they could just all of a sudden learn like kung fu or they even had like an operator running behind the scenes her husband was basically morpheus do you know what i mean Mm. um her husband was sick as well by the way did you clock who that was i didn't clock who that was no but but he looked familiar and so did the dad the dad, yeah, the dad's a big actor. The dad uh, recently got a star on a on a on a um, Hollywood Hall, Hall of Fame. Fame. Yeah, the Walk of Fame. I can't remember his name, though. Uh, but yeah, he's a big actor. His name is oh James Hong. James Hong. Yeah, James Hong is massive. Mm. Oh, is he gone? That's right. No worries. Um. Uh, yeah. So dad was K Hong Kwan. Oh, he was short round. Yes, exactly. Oh, that's mad. Yeah, that's he was in the Goonies as well. I didn't even call that as him. He looks so different. Yeah, he's grown up. In but, um, yeah, apparently, originally, they wanted Jackie Chan for this movie. Yeah. Uh, I think Jackie Chan would have fit the role of the husband very well. Yes. So originally, he was going to be offered the role of the of the lead. Nah, the the, the mum. That would It was going to be him. That wouldn't have worked. I don't think. Unless they made it a son, maybe. Well, apparently Aquafina, Aquafina, whatever her name is, she was meant to be in this as well. And I'm assuming the only role she would have fit is the daughter. Oh, nah, that wouldn't have worked. But again, that wouldn't have worked as well. I think, I think this movie was perfect as it was, man. Yeah. But again, if it was like maybe, let's say, Jackie Chan and... I don't know, who else really is there? Like, I don't know that, in a sense, that um, side of the world's actors to make her... A suggestion. Because I was say like, oh, Jackie Chan and Tony Jaw, but then that's a waste of a... Like, this is not the movie for them. Do you know what I mean? Mm, exactly, like, yeah. You, if, if, I, if I'm getting them too, I want freaking action, mate. Like, mm. I want... Yeah. That's the thing, like, there was a there was a bit of action in this, but it wasn't, like, 
so much that I would call it like an action movie, but yeah. it was at the same time. Yeah. But, exactly. but yeah. Um, anyway, just, just, I mean, I don't want to spend too much time on this. Just, just to wrap up, the, mm. the editing was cool. Um, the, the visual effects, the humor, like the editing must have taken them ages to, to do because there were times when like in a space of five seconds, it would like flash through like 50 different realities where she's wearing different costumes, different locations. And they filmed each of those just to put like a millisecond of it into this movie. Do you know mm, what I mean? Yeah. So that's a lot of effort that they put in. Um, but I mean, yeah, just, just to round it up, because I think, I think anyone that wants to watch this needs to watch it knowing as little as possible. Yes. That's how I went into it and I fully enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that as, as crazy, as funny, as, as random as this movie was, yeah, by the end, it actually had a really touching like message behind yeah. it. And that's like, because the whole point was that the daughter was like, oh, when you can see everything and you know everything exists... Like nothing matters. I mean, if if every possible outcome exists out there, mm. then what does it matter? What do my choices matter? It doesn't matter. It doesn't mean anything. Mm. But then ah. by the end, you kind of realize that well, that's what give it. That's what gives it meaning. Like meaningless, something being meaningless will give it meaning to someone. Do you know what I mean? Like it. it, it it's like it's not about the bigger picture. In the, for us individuals, it's about moments. Do you know what I mean? It's about appreciating moments, about appreciating people and what you've got. And that's why by the end, I thought it was funny that um, the reason she was like the one in this movie mm-hmm. was because she was the worst version of herself. <laughs> yeah, that was so rude. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> every other version of herself has a skill. Like every time there was a decision that needed to be made... She's the one that made the wrong decision. Mm. Every other version of herself at least has a skill, like a chef or a, or a sign spinner or something. She has nothing. But that's what makes her the one because she can then access all the skills of the other ones. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But even though she may have made all the wrong choices that led her to here, she isn't necessarily the saddest one if anything by the end she's even probably the happiest one out of all of them Mm. because even though she's got this quiet life with her husband at the laundrette in the other ones where they're big and famous he says all i want like is to do taxes in a laundrette with you like that sounds perfect Mm. so even though everyone's telling her oh you made all the wrong choices and this that that really it's led her to her happiest version of herself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And also the whole thing about, ah, don't fight people with violence. Don't do this. Don't do that. Fight people with kindness. Mm. And then rather than fighting them and hurting them, she would like look into their memories and look into their multiverse and see, okay, you like this. So I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I'm going to give this to you. Like you like your, your, your raccoon, your raccoon Tui. So the whole thing with the raccoon, I thought, was jokes. Then you've got the guy who's got, like, the secret room in the back where he's got, like, dominatrix stuff going on. And yeah. That whole climax, I thought, was, was really well um, well executed. And, and it was earned. And it brought tears to my eyes, brother. And it made me appreciate my life 
and all the decisions I've made, whether they've been right or wrong, good or bad, and where it's led me to. And like, I'm happy here now. I mean, I've got my wife, I've got my kid, I've got my house. Like, even even the stupid decisions I've made that might have hurt me at the time, or I mean, made me feel like I've fucked up and done this. It's all led me here, and I wouldn't want anything else. Do you know what I mean? Like, this is perfect for me. And I feel like for a film that's so stupid, to make you have that feeling at the end of it, I feel it, it, it deserves a whole chicken. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, fair enough. Come. All right. Um, so I just want to apologize for like a brief, like, five seconds the audio cut out when Steve was talking. Um, but other than that, we've got everything from this episode. Um, what? Don't know what we've got next week, but I'm looking forward to loads of little things. Uh, oh, there's a lot next week. Obi Wan next week. Mm-hmm. I think Stranger Things and Top Gun. Nice. All right, I'm look, definitely looking forward to doing Top Gun, man. Um, so yeah, and hopefully we'll have uh, Martin back on, and hopefully Stevie as well, and then we'll see about Micah and Marvin as well. Um, oh. Oh, I don't even know. We might have to record Sunday next week because it's Comic Con next week, and I am actually going to be there on a the Saturday. So, um, anyone that's listening, if you're going to be on Comic Con on Saturday, May 28th, uh, come over and say hello. Come grab a picture. Let's have a drink. Let's talk some anime. Show and let me know what you think of the podcast. Um, I'm hopefully linking up with the anime freshman guys and a couple of other people from the British Twitch stream as well. So, uh, looking forward to that. Um, yeah. So, without further ado, big T say bye to the people. Bye to the people. Bye, guys. Bye-bye now.